down finish that lunch. yeah i'm done, done okay good hey you're allowed to eat while while we record if you want just you know mute it that's all that's all i'm saying yeah right you can you can uh, by the way that's one of my biggest pet peeves not the eating thing on calls and i do i'm i work remotely so i i'm on Conference zoom calls, yeah. or teams calls all the time mm-hmm. people don't know how to mute themselves oh yeah it's and always an older person too if we're generally. doing a, a recording like this right we're all on a skype call we need to stay unmuted we can react to each other that's sure. not what work calls are work calls especially meetings you stay unmuted and you're like talking to people in the background your cat's making noise you got your window <laughs> well, open in a meeting there should be really only one person talking too so like absolutely unless they're asking unmute someone yourself, you know. yeah unmute yourself as you're spoken to so i will often and i've, I've said this as like the resident nerd on our team i have said things like hey just as a reminder friendly reminder if you're not speaking it's better to mute yourself even if you don't think you're making noise your mic's probably picking up background noise you know i try to be very politically correct you know political and tactful with it and people still don't get it so i'll go through on microsoft teams you can mute people yeah and without fail someone will be like i don't know what happened i got muted you know (laughs) it's just like yeah Yeah. i want you to hear my you were screaming at your children in the background so (laughs) i muted you well usually it's a lot of like (laughs) right Right. and it's like um can you stop can you stop doing that or the the clickety clacks you know they just for some reason Type in like yeah. a freaking novel in the background. Yeah, the worst offenders are the people who use their built-in laptop mic and then they type on their laptop during the meeting unmuted. So I'm like, not only are you using a mic that's connected to where your keyboard is, you're typing loudly and we can all hear. And you're, you're clearly not engaged in the meeting because you're typing to someone else. You're not chatting with us. So anyway, I digress. Soapbox over. Press start. Let's start episode 82 of the Current Gen Podcast. My name's Tim, here with Kyle, Jeff, and Dan. Welcome, gentlemen. Old people suck at technology. Halfway there. They do. Uh, we're, we're, we are old people now, just FYI. I'm no, sorry. no, we're not. No. <laughs> we are recording during the day, which we rarely do. And so thank you guys for making time to do this. I th- Here's one of the reasons that it helped me a lot to move back. I could have made Friday work, probably. But it allowed me to do... Uh, we had an event last night with our foster care agency, and then I got to stay at the hotel where it was. They gave us a free stay with our older kids, did the hotel pool thing and watched the movie thing and all that stuff. And then this morning, of course, no one slept great because it's a new place and we're all shoved sure. in these two little adjoining rooms. And then we get up, get McDonald's breakfast. Horrible idea. Okay. it's <laughs> hor- That was a bad idea. Not because it tastes bad because McDonald's always tastes good. And then it's a little bit later, you're like, oh, yeah. I made a mistake. Oh, I made a yeah. mistake. <laughs> because right from there, we went to the kids' soccer game. So I'm sitting at the soccer game going like, oh. Here we go. <laughs> this isn't great. Um, so anyway, that was my evening, night, and day so far today. So this is this is my chance to take a breath. So you and Kyle were probably heavy pooping around the same time is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, no, I, I threw up my one-chip challenge. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it didn't pass through me. Yeah, Kyle uh, tried this one chip challenge that all the kids are doing. Challenge. Yeah, and I, I, I've done every single one of them, but this one, real, I think it was made from the same thing that, like, mace is made out of, you know, the <laughs> thing that you attack people with, and I put it inside of my body. Kyle, this uh, is... Kyle, I, this I, is, threw, I, I threw about an hour later. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I've done, like, a thousand weeks. of these, and... 
What's this up? is by no means an insult to you, Kyle, but I was saying earlier that I'm sick and tired of uh, these people uh, saying they're doing some kind of challenge when they're referring to something that's not challenging. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you're not. It is very challenging. So you're not exerting any sort of physical effort. You're not. Sure you are. Yeah. Try using one of these your mind. I promise it's physical. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm you're referring that. to dance challenges, which is like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan. Like the a- a- ALS challenge, just dump water on each other while we're going through a drought, and you know, I'm not into all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, like, I'm all about AL. I'm all about like fixing. Just donate issues. the money, right? Just yeah, just donate the money, though. You yeah. don't need to. You don't need to like, you know, waste water in a in a peak drought year. Dude, you know? I I remember my 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 dad my dad my grandpa uh, died of ALS around like a little bit after or a little mm-hmm. bit before that challenge i'm sorry and i was like can we just like donate money this is stupid that's a, see yeah. exactly yeah that's like funny. i'm all i'm all about the exposure and like donating the money but like uh you don't have to turn it into like a pageantry that's thing. what i did Even though- I, I did eventually get nominated to do that and i said i'm not doing that i'm donating money and i'm oh wow publicly. good nice and then i didn't wow. even nominate people to do it because i'm like i'm not gonna burden people with stupid crap like this <laughs> That's how those always go, right? It's like, yeah. we're doing this for raising money for ALS, and they do it. They go, oh, all right, I'm going to nominate Daniel, Kyle, Jeff. You guys are up. Like, <laughs> and if you don't, you hate charity. It's yeah. like this, like, like, nah, dude, nah, dude, nah. It's like, nah, bro. Yeah, thankfully, no. If I have been tagged in those things, I never know about it because I don't really check that. So the only reason I'm on Facebook typically is my wife will tag me in family pictures and for our podcast group. And then otherwise... I use Twitter as kind of a quasi news slash hot take feed. I'll go to Twitter sometimes. I don't really post on there a lot. I don't tweet a lot. I guess is the way I to say it. I wouldn't know what people are mad about if I wasn't on Twitter. Right. Same, right, and, right. And, and yeah. Jeff is my guy who's on Twitter, so I don't have to be on Twitter. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I just exactly. check out Jeff. What are people mad about? I'm on about Twitter today? for other people too. I provide <laughs> service. <laughs> so we're all He's covered. your tweeter. He's your tweeter. It's funny. I do check Twitter quite regularly, and I get sports, video games, and then sometimes just broad headlines there. Uh, and then sometimes just either friends or people that I like following. I like, they, I think they're funny or whatever it is. Otherwise, I don't know. I just don't, I'll never know if I'm tagged in most challenges is what yeah. I'm saying. Tim, you, to, shouldn't, you shouldn't call women broads, by the way. Well, I'm, call women my bad. I'm sure you didn't say that. You did. You're the sexist <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, right. I like how you're projecting your sexism. That's <laughs> I'm a projectionist. <laughs> I said the word broad in no reference to females at all. And Daniel's like, he's Dan's talking about like, women. <laughs> Like the Kill Bill music. Clearly yeah. talking about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump into some news. There's a lot of news to cover this week, so we wanted to get this going first before we talk about things that we're playing. Because there's also some really cool games that came out this week. But first, let's go into some news. I want to start with the rumor that is the most intriguing to me uh, of all the rumors that I've seen recently. And that's that Quantic Dream is apparently developing a Star Wars game. There's been several different leaks around this. Um, reportedly, of course, they're going to be featuring more action than studios' previous titles. I shouldn't say of course, I guess, but I would assume that's the case. Yeah, that's actually shocking, if that's true. Like, yeah, I and I don't know what that means either, so... So think of, I mean, I loved... Detroit. We talked about Detroit recently, or maybe mm. we just were in our chat about it. I loved Detroit. I thought that was a really great game. I yeah. thought they even included some cool action moments, even though you're not the one doing yeah. a lot of the actions. It's, you know, would- if, if that's what they're talking about, I'm totally fine with that then. you know, like, if, it's, if it's a story-based Star Wars game with multiple branching paths like Detroit and there's some quick-time events, I will be very happy with that because we have other Star Wars action games. On the other hand, 
if Quantic Dream decides we're going to actually go action where you've got a light attack, heavy attack, skill tree, if they right. go that route, I'm also intrigued to see what they do there because I, I like what they've made. I like the games that they've made. I'm curious. Well, it's way outside of their wheelhouse. Yeah. I would love to they've see that. They've literally never made a game like that. Like that. Yeah. Um, I hope there's a Jason character in this game. I don't. Jason! Um, yeah, I really don't know how to not be excited. I have the high this. ground, Jason. Yeah, Jason, come at me. Jason, um, you turned her against me. Uh, anyways, um, no, I, I, I have a hard time not being excited about this. I know I'm like, oh, you know, Star Wars, like, of course Kyle's gonna Wait, like you it. Like but flowers? like, I know, yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, Quantic Dream is one of my favorite studios. Like, I love Heavy Rain. I love... What was the one with Ellen Page? Beyond, 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 Beyond Two Souls. I love that game. Uh, yeah. I I love all Will of their Defoe. games, really. William Defoe, yeah. Defoe. I've heard of him. I don't know why. Godspeed, um, twins. Godspeed, <laughs> twins, yeah. Godspeed, Ellen Page. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm all in. I couldn't be more all in on this one, so... Yeah. Um, are you are you in the same boat, Kyle? Like, if they stick to the formula that's worked for them, oh, I don't care. Yeah, I, in, in fact, that's kind of what I anticipate, and I kind of want that almost um, because I feel like um, the best moments of Knights of the Old Republic are those moments where you're in a dialogue, like talking and making decisions, and like if there's a whole game that's going to be about that. Because uh, let's get real, no one plays Knights of the Old Republic for the gameplay. <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, at least not now. It's pretty now. bad, it's bad at this now. point. Yes, at this at this juncture. What would be yeah. cool uh, those... is if you know, think about Detroit right at the beginning. Uh, I think it's Colin who you control at the beginning, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. the character? Yeah. And um, and there's some decisions you make right out at the beginning that oh, yeah. drastically affect the entire game, let alone his yeah. story. I would love to see in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Give me one of those games where. All right, I'm gonna replay it and make different decisions and see totally different stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm telling I, um, you, even if it's a Star Wars droid who's becoming sentient, and we're like, oh, we're doing this story again, I'm yeah. still in. Like, I'm, I'm still, <laughs> like, so there's there, any way you slice how to how to how, what this game's gonna be, I'm 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 all about <laughs> we're it. We're doing this again, really? Yeah, who cares? To... Yeah, whatever. C3PO's a human now. Why not? Cool. Yeah. I um, my brother-in-law to this day will still bring up to like random people when like we're in a gathering. I showed like. Uh, my wife's family, like I showed them that first mission or that first story there of Detroit become human with the kid and the Daniel um, Android, like, you know, hanging off of the the ledge of the skyscraper. Like he he still brings that up to people. He's like he couldn't handle it. It was like too yeah. stressful for him. And he was just watching me play it. So, like, imagine just something like of those emotional highs in like a Star Wars game like that would be super awesome. I'm super glad you brought that up because I forgot yeah. that entire sequence. And yeah, it mm-hmm. is absolutely it's intense. Stressful yeah, it's and intense. Very, and very, very good game design and in a way of doing those types of games. So actually uh, less intense depending on what decisions you make. Sure. Right. Sure. Yes. Yeah. If you're quick yes. on the trigger, that situation can diffuse. Oh, yeah. I think I ended up shooting him as soon as he gave very the option to. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, but you can shoot him now because I found the gun. Screw that kid. Screw that terrorist. Whatever. But, that's, but that's there is cool. an option to talk him off, quite literally talk him off yeah. the ledge. Like he drops mm-hmm. the kid yeah. and he's like, I'm sorry. And I didn't realize that. I just shot him. Yeah. 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 That level <laughs> of detail in a Star Wars game like that would just be bonkers. Like imagine actually mm-hmm. having like, like, let's just say you carve this out and like, I don't know if they do do this with Star Wars, if it's like, this is its own universe. I think they tend to try to keep everything within the universe, right? Um, I don't know. I wish there was someone here who could answer that. <laughs> but, um, like, imagine <laughs> it being its own universe and, like, actually having main characters, like, killed off. Like, characters that we know from the movies and the shows and all that. Like, that'd be crazy, you know? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, again, uh, at this point, Disney said that any game that comes out is uh, canon. canon. Okay. Uh, but uh, also, like the new Knights of the Old Republic game that got announced, like there was like a there was like a note that said like is not beholden to Disney canon. So I'm like, eh, I okay. don't really know what's going on right now. But uh, the originally, whenever the deal was made, Disney said that any book or game or anything going forward is in universe. So right. if we're still playing by those rules, hard and fast rules, then yeah, I mean, you could have characters show up in this that die in this game that are like maybe important characters or mm. uh you know fan favorite characters from other existing mediums so yeah i don't i wouldn't mind that but part of me also really likes this is why we'll talk about star wars visions that show as well and at least the first episode because i haven't finished the whole series yet but the first episode did a good job of i don't think they really included any characters that we knew am i right. forgetting something so it was yeah, all characters i think there's only settings. one episode with familiar characters and so uh, i love that you and i, and I introduced me to characters make me care about them or hate them whatever mm-hmm. i'm you know like I want to experience that, and then, like, I, I kind of want it to be in a cap, you know, in uh, one story that lives on its own. But who knows? If I, I could, if I could choose, I'm with you, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Just the universe is too big to be talking about the same 15 yeah. characters. So. I don't necessarily need to see John Boyega come in as Finn, or <clears throat> I don't necessarily could, need that. I could, but. you know what? And I like Finn, and I like the sequels. I could never see Finn again, and I'd be fine. So. <laughs> Agreed. We don't. Agreed. Yeah. We, I mean, we, there's too bit much to explore to be like. Let's just keep on fixing what we, you know, have here. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's keep fixing it. Fixing All is right. the cure. Well, we'll f- hopefully we'll find out more about that in, in the near future. I'd love to hear that confirmed. That is still, to be fair, a rumor, but it sounds pretty solid because EA, of course, is not the only company with um, the Star Wars license now. You got Ubisoft and others that are now available and in some cases confirmed to be working on Star Wars games. I'd love to see a Quantic Dream take on that. So hopefully that's the case. Uh, an updated collection. This was a rumor, now confirmed. Updated collection of classic Disney games will include the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin, as well as adding Jungle Book, which was not part of the collection before. Mm. And that's coming out November 9th. I still don't have confirmation if this is a free update or a paid update, if you already own that collection. Right. Or if it's just the new version of that collection. Mm. I, I don't know for sure. But that is on all the... All the major consoles. I mean, if you have PS5 and Xbox Series X, you can just get the last-gen version and play it. So there you go. Uh, this is interesting. Apple and <laughs> Epic still getting along super well. Apple informed Epic that Fortnite will be blacklisted from their ecosystem until the exhaustion of all the court appeals, which could be as long as five years. Yeah, like I think I think that it is like quote unquote concluded, like the actual trial or whatever but like there's still like stuff gonna going on like the aftermath and this is part of that apparently so real real mature guys real mature i was gonna say this is like the biggest like dick measuring contest i've ever seen (laughs) like Like, we're big we don't need your money in uh in fortnite's like same (laughs) like and it's just it feels like both of them are just like standing their ground on whatever the disagreement is here and Yep. Um, uh, whatever. Just <laughs> launching lawyers at each other, basically. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's just draw this out. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Well, listen, Far Cry 6 is not going to feature ray tracing on PS5 and Xbox yes. Series X. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. Um, sarcastic, also, sad faces. <laughs> kind of, it's kind of a bummer, but not really. I mean, this game still yeah. is going to look great on the new consoles. It's going to look great on PC. I mean, Derek, it's Derek look great. is furious. Uh, I played through all of Resident Evil 8 not knowing you had to turn on ray tracing. Yeah. Uh, so right now, I don't. I still don't care. You know what I mean? Sure. Like uh, Resident <laughs> yeah, Evil 8, guess what? Resident Evil 8 still looked great. It still looked really good. So I it, it looked very good. 
ray tracing is one of those buzzwords that gets thrown around a lot i do think it looks yeah. cool like when you have it activated and can see it and you're looking for it you're like wow this is neat but it's not yeah. as if lighting or reflections don't look great without it it's just yeah. it it is improved that much more and it does look good but i'm with you it, like i there are times when i forget to go turn it on I'm like, it's oh, yeah. the it's the it's the buzzword like voxels were whenever we moved or, from uh, polygons or, ter- or teraflops remember teraflops these yeah we, like, we have these buzzwords we got, like, we got like, 11 we like teraflops yeah whoa Absolutely. we checked that box bros i could be happy about this release you know yep. like it's i don't know whatever i don't care <laughs> Yeah, another dick measuring contest, basically. Yeah, right. The uh, the but big, with Rays, the bigger deal with Far Cry Six for me is, you know, now that it's it's getting uh, more previews as releases, I think two weeks away. Is that right? Um, yeah. We are getting more previews, and it's exactly what any of us would have guessed. Hey guys, there's a lot of things that are going to feel familiar, and then a few things they do a little differently. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the vibe. Wow. Yeah. Like, cool. Thanks for that great, insightful. Great preview. reporting. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you that's that's my uh, to me I, I watched that last preview and it, it seemed like a lot of the combat and the progression stuff was vastly different so i mean it seems like they something. have makeshift weapons which is pretty new to the series so it I mean, is that, there are makeshift weapons and stuff like that i don't know how deep that mechanic is but like i i thought that the idea of i i don't know if you're even getting levels in this game but like it seems like the the gear that you choose is how powerful you are so whatever you're okay. putting on or taking into battle is like what your power level is Okay. Um, nice. So I don't know. It's it's seemed you upgrade it, it, gear, I assume, or just yeah, yeah. So it just seemed it seemed different. So yeah. we'll see. This I mean, also the wiener dog with the wheelchair. I mean, that automatically mm, makes this a goatee contender, no, right? I think I think people want you to think that, but I probably wouldn't give into that. <laughs> what, what's your problem don't with wiener it. dogs and wheelchairs, there, Co? Oh, oh! I, now I have a disabled dog problem. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Should I stand my ground on this or? <laughs> you shouldn't. You well, shouldn't. you know what? I don't get to stand because he's in a wheelchair. Right? Oh man! Oh no! Dan, Dan is in. That was Dan. Dan took all the heat mode. off me, and I'm really appreciative of it right now. He's in. Sorry, mode I'm, I'm embodying it. Derek. All right, I'm embodying <laughs> Derek. What are you gonna it. tell yourself, man? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think until the Far Cry formula no longer includes first-person open world with some sort of fort to take down to unlock areas of a map, people are always going to say it's too familiar or the right amount of familiar, whatever. But they're always going to say, yeah, it's more Far Cry until they do something different from that. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, those are the things that make Far Cry I feel Far like a lot of those mechanics open world, like, work for first Far Cry, though. They, they do. Yeah, and yeah. we'll talk about this, I'm sure. Climbing a tower, can... unlocking, I don't know. That all seems like... I don't know. Yeah. At this point, I feel like that's so far part of like Far Cry's DNA that whatever, you know, they have to decide, they'll have to decide like, hey, we want this to be a totally different type of game. And then they'll do that if they want to. Like, um, but like until that like a dragon, we're going to be a, you know, a, a turn based game now or something. Exactly. <laughs> they totally fun. They fundamentally changed how you do bat combat in that match game. three puzzle game. Yeah, match three. That's right. <laughs> sure, so, yeah. But yeah, I am looking forward to Far Cry six. It's pretty soon we're almost the end of september so i think it's the uh, 7th right it comes out at the 7th right yeah, yeah. that first week of october sometime yeah, yeah. Date. um respawn's working on too many other games to develop titanfall 3 <laughs> but didn't this... they have a different re- like wasn't there a contradicting statement though that came out i don't know i think, I think so this was I, the one I saw i saw the headline i didn't read the story but that's, i saw dan that's where i'm at too unfortunately yeah, yeah, yeah. which is why i didn't <laughs> want to like expound further but yeah i think there was a contradicting statement that they were like we're not saying we're not working on Titanfall, right. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Like... Somebody else said, you, who knows Thanks, what yeah. the future holds? Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're like, you never know, you know? So it's just, 
I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. We're not getting it anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the second one not. is still popular. People but still play never it. say never, I guess is the message. Yeah. 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 I just want them to make, cause respawn did, uh, fall in order. Right. So yes, I want them to make. Yeah. That, that. that definitely got, uh, yeah, I, I think people what, are asking. I don't know what the, the gaming game right industry now. term is, but I know the movie term is greenlit. I mean, I know that sequel to fall in order is for sure in the works. I'm pretty sure yeah, they I said feel that. like people have been working on it for a year and a half now. Probably. You, yeah. You had to ask me. Yeah. yeah. No, we need to follow up to the best game from 2019. All right. Best for Outer Worlds. I'll, yeah, I agree. I'll, yeah. We're getting one. Thankfully. Yeah. Tim and I will die on this. So whatever. We definitely Let's will do it. <laughs> that game's amazing. Okay. Um, Naughty Dog is teasing all new content for Last of Us Day, which I didn't realize Last of Us Day is coming up this weekend. So by the time you listen to this, Last of Us Day will have already happened, yeah. so you missed it. We'll, we'll know we'll what that content is. Um, but we, yeah, well, everyone will be dead. Uh, we'll all be but dead, clickers, you know. Whoever is alive, the clickers who are listening to this, I hope you enjoyed Last of Us. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I yeah. like how inclusive y'all are. It's yeah. Clicker <laughs> 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 um, rights. Just real quick, what do you what do you guys <laughs> think, especially you, Dan, as the, our Sony boy, what do you think this is going to be? Um, I don't know, because, I mean, so Last of Us 2 didn't release with multiplayer, whereas the first one did. And it actually was legitimately popular, like really popular. Um, so, I mean, this is something standalone. If it's even, if it's, I don't know, well, if it's Last of Us Day, then it must be Last of Us oriented, right? So it ha- would it would have to so. be, I would assume so. So, I don't know, It's it's got to be something maybe kind of like open, like persistent maybe. Okay. Not 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 as straightforward as the other one was, where it was kind of like li- that kind of like smaller areas and just you know traditional deathmatch sort of thing, but like with its own twist, you know, having kind of the equipment and and making making stuff on the fly, which is uh, similar to the single player game. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it must Dan's be big. Right. If you're following the rumors, like it seemed like whatever the Last of Us Two multiplayer was going to be has now spun off into its almost own thing. Um, okay. And I think um, I think there's a lot of merit to that. So I think I think that that's exactly what's going to happen. But the scope gonna... definitely much bigger. It, I it don't think we're going to hear a lot, though. I think they're going to just yeah. kind of remind us, like, hey, guys, you know, a multiplayer component's coming. Uh, happy Last of Us Day. And they're going to sign off. Like, <laughs> I, 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 that's kind of where my expectations are, to be honest. And, you know, sure. would you guys okay. expect it this year? Like, Jeff, do you think no. this would happen this year? Or do you think we're just going to hear about it? Probably just hear about it. And then spring 2022, like everything yeah, else. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that's so safe. That's the safest thing you could choose. Eh? That's so true. Pick a day in uh, February, guys. Pick it's one. too late February, early March. I think that's pretty open. Yeah. I don't think there's anything ending then. No, should... it's totally clear. Yeah, I'll have it's nothing silly. going on then. That's perfect. Would you guys want them to make a uh, Red Dead Online style Last of Us Online experience? Would that would you be want bonkers. That? that would be bonkers. I don't know how they'd do that. What I know, I don't want that, but okay. yeah, um, I kind of like a more focused thing, but I do like a, a persistent idea that kind of like Dan was pitching. I'd love, it, a, I'd love just a like, straightforward single player DLC like Left Behind, honestly. Oh, I mean, if that's on the table, sign me up. Yeah, yeah like if we're talking something outside of like, um, you know, multiplayer and and some kind yeah. of like like solid like you know two to three hour like DLC story or something, I'd I'd, I'd totally be about that. Well, so that's the thing, because if they still have two, like, two kind of groups within the company, like, two separate, like, entities that are making things, like, they they confirmed that they are doing something multiplayer. Like, that was confirmed a while back. That was confirmed, yeah. So if they are perhaps doing, like, a left behind, then I guess that could be the other team, potentially. Maybe. Um, Maybe. But again, for me, in my head, I'm like, this multiplayer has got to be something that's just much 
bigger than just a straightforward deathmatch thing. I mean, you yeah. could have both, right? That would actually be great to just give I'm, you more options. But And I would love like a Last of Us Stories thing where it's like, we're going to tell four new stories that are all two to Ooh. three hours each, you know, where it's like different characters. I'd they're not connected that. to Ellie's story at all. They're just in this universe. And like, we're going to yeah. tell a quick story and in some environments that we've already shown you. Uh, so they don't have to rebuild assets and all that stuff. And they can, you know, they can turn that kind of stuff out really quick. Uh, I, I think it's silly that they're not doing that, to be honest. Especially, like, if they want to, like, recourse correct and grab all those fans who just, like, weren't a fan of Last of Us 2. Too because, late, like, Kyle. It was... Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, I know. I know. Those people are so mad and already moved on. But like For no reason. You know, but, like, ex- for no reason at all. But, like, those, if you want to uh, get some people in who just, like, want more stories in that universe without, like, needing to build a game up from the ground up and tell a quick two-hour, three-hour story, Star Wars Vision style, like a quick nugget of a story, you know? Yeah, I like, like you, I think I think they could do something like that. And I think it's silly that they, that they don't, to be honest. So. Yeah, that's a cool <clears throat> idea. Probably going to be multiplayer-related. I'm with you. So I probably won't yeah. care about it too much. Um it's one of those things that I might give it a glance, especially if the response to it is very, I'll, very positive. I'll play I might give it a look, but yeah. it's not something that I care that much about. Last of Us Online, the first one was really good. You know, right? Uh, that's what, yeah, I that's did what not religiously saying, yeah. play it, but I immediately understood, like, hey, this is like different and yeah. and interesting and yeah. cool. Good for them. Well, they did rate Alan Wake Remastered, which we saw announced already. That's coming not only to PlayStation but also to Switch. At least we think so because it's been rated in Brazil. Those types of rumors typically have some element of truth to them. When you get a rating that comes out in oh. some market, it usually means it's yeah. going to be available. My only fear is that this would be the cloud version, because that's happened several times. Mm. This uh, game is so old, it could run on a Switch. I hope so. It's so I mean, old. they're putting out the first Dying Light. We'll talk about the second one later. But they're putting out <laughs> yeah. the first Dying Light, not cloud version, like the whole yeah. platinum edition. And that's a pretty large yeah. game. And that's, so, that's, yeah, that's I mean, that's The Witcher 3 is on there. Which is some sorcery plays somehow. The Witcher 3, uh, yeah. you know, so. Mm-hmm. They made it work. All right, well, speaking of Nintendo, they aired a Nintendo Direct this past week, which I think got, it's fair to say, mostly positive, sometimes mixed reviews, but definitely wasn't on the negative side, as, you know, we've seen with some of these presentations. I know Sony early this year had one that got a lot of negative reviews. Nintendo had a Direct that, myself included, were like, what is this? What are you guys doing? So uh, I think this one got a lot more positive, and they had some really cool, as as Kyle, you were saying in our chat, some cool shadow drops. It's always cool when they do that, where it's like, boom, here's here's something for you to go download today, which I think is always fun. Boom, you looking for this? Shadow there it drop. is. They're called shadow drops, gentlemen. Shadow, shadow drops. drops. That's a War Machine joke. Yeah, I like. That's my favorite joke from yeah. Iron Man Two Congrats. or Avengers Two. Or Avengers Two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, looking for this. He tells that story like three times in that movie. <laughs> oh, that's that's a war machine story. That's a very good one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, Jeff. That was really yeah, good. That was super good. Yeah. Um, Monster Hunter Rise is getting some major... They, it, they're calling it a massive expansion next summer called Sunbreak. I thought that trailer looked really cool. It's just cinematic at this point, yeah. but very much like a vampire Dracula-esque It had dragon. like a Castlevania vibe, right? A little, yeah, yeah, Castlevania. The way that dragon was very... Uh, very spiky and pointy. It just kind of all had a very Castlevania vibe. I, I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see if that's if that setting is going to be a little... Because it had like a rundown castle. You know, if it's... Is it a bit of a Transylvania type of setting? I don't know. But it's called Sunbreak. Oh, and the inclusion of sun. The idea of... Is it sure. vampire related in any way? I, I don't know. But it comes out next summer and they are calling it a massive expansion. So if it's going to be anything like Iceborne was, then that's going right. to be a lot. Yep. 
So we'll see what happens there. Uh, they did specify, there was text that specified you do need the actual copy of the game in order to add, access this. Yeah. Just like so. with Iceborne, you needed to have Monster Hunter World to play mm. that. So, yep, good call out. You do need to own Rise, which you should. It's a great game. Mario Party Superstars, uh, they announced a few new boards, new mini game details, stuff like yes. that coming out at the end of October. That is one that my kids have very adamantly requested that we get. And I, I can already envision it's going to be a lot of fun for 30 minutes, a lot of laughter, a lot of joy, a lot of, wow, this is so fun. And it's going to devolve into me breaking up. I'm talking death fights. Like oh, yeah. Dude, I, uh, Tim, Mario Party ruins adult friendship. So, of course, <laughs> overly emotional children oh, are yeah. going to murder each other. And, I mean, this. to be fair. Ever, just to watch three or four stars drain from your oh, account. Yeah. And go yeah. into like your like for, most hated brother no or rival, reason. you know, for no, for no reason other than hey, I just rolled something that I had yeah. no control over. Bowser shows uh, up. Yeah. It's like, oh, you like those stars? Will die. There will be mini blood of spilled because of this game. I Nintendo loves rubber banding, so that way yes. that whoever's in the last place in Mario Kart or Mario Party, yeah. they get a, right. a shot to I'm win. I'm gonna give yes. you all of the best items to get to yep. the front. Yes. That's how they do it. Uh, Voice of Cards, The Isle of Dragon Roars. Now, this title is a little Dude. silly, a little bit of a mouthful, but it looks really intriguing. It's this tabletop card game where everything in this apparently massive and in-depth RPG game is represented by cards. Everything from towns to characters, enemies, and they all kind of, it looks like they flip over as you progress. And I'm not sure exactly how you control the board. I haven't looked into it that in-depth. Yeah. Um, but there is a demo out, demo out now. Did anybody try it's, it? I it's Yoko Taro too, right? It's the near yes. guy, right? Which, uh, yeah. which coincidence. And the second, literally, I don't know about you guys. The second I heard the the like kind of chorus kick in, like yep. the the yeah. woman singing, I was like, this is near music. The art, like, yeah, the art and the music kicked in, and I go, is it? This is at least a Yoko Taro inspired game. And then it was like connected um, by Yoko Taro. I'm like, there we go. All and right. Ke <laughs> is it Ke Kechi Okabe? I think is the name. He's the he's the one that did the soundtracks for uh, Dragon Guard and all and both near games so they've been working nice. together for a long time yeah, yeah, yeah. so beautiful music yeah yep. beautiful. this is of course as you guys just alluded to a square enix game and it's coming out at the end of october so mm. it's not it's maybe others have been aware of this game if you're like in the know and really track it closely nah. this was a new reveal for me and really seeing true. that it's coming out at the end of october is cool um very intriguing looking game. On my birthday, October 12th, we'll get to play Disco Elysium on the Switch, digitally at least. And they are planning a physical version of that early next year as well. So people can finally play the much heralded Disco Elysium on the go. Nothing, Jeff? You love that game, Jeff. You got you got nothing? So, I mean, it's a good, it's it's already available everywhere else. I don't know what you but, want me I mean, to say. Just, if you're not playing it by now, then you're not going to play it. Just play Ooh. it. <laughs> Derek, I mean, Jeff, please For that be one guy who just owns a Switch, you know? Yeah, like, that one guy. Like, yes! Oh, <laughs> why does he want me to play it? <laughs> it's true. Uh, Hyrule's, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass. So I saw this and I was like, isn't there already expansion pass? But they did announce some details for Wave 2. It was just a confusing way that they did the yeah. trailer mm -hmm. where it said expansion pass. And I was like, a lot of people already have that. Like, what is this? <laughs> um, but it was just showing off Wave 2, which comes out also at the end of October. It's going to have new story, um, new characters, missions, all that kind of stuff. They showed a good amount of gameplay for that as well. So... There you go. If you've got Hyrule Warriors and, and still want to dig into that some more, they're not done supporting it, which is cool. At least it's good to know that if you bought the expansion pass, you didn't waste your money. You're getting a good amount. of. This is the second pretty big wave of content. There you go. Indeed. Uh, Chocobo GP. 
this eh, Mario Kart eh, style racer oh, featuring yeah. of course, Final oh, Fantasy yeah. characters, courses, <laughs> and right. magic attacks, right? So you get to charge yes. up magic attacks. Which Upgraded magic attacks, Tim. Yeah. Just like in the series. Just like in the which series. Is, which is cool. Now, I never played... I remember there was a Chocobo Racing game back in the day. I never played it. Yes, one, yeah. Is this what? by the same team? Is this a follow-up I, to that? I really wish we had that information. Um, I, who knows? I, th- I think the one on PS1 is, is like super, super entertaining, but I also realized like back in the day, like good games were scarce, you know, like so you just <laughs> we just kind of liked whatever we, you know, whatever was thrown That's at us. So true. Especially, this is Chocobo. If brand- especially if it was branded, you're like, oh, wait, I like Chocobos. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but uh, just to uh, talk about nostalgia taking the wheel, I'm super mm. excited for this game in every way because, like, in in my like mind, I've already decided these are the same people making this game. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. It actually sure. looked pretty comparable to Mario Kart. Like it, it did. It, it looked I actually like it was thought pretty it was solid. Mario Kart at yeah. first. Like I would, you know, if you looked like away fast. and looked back at it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I uh, referencing Kyle Bossman's uh, video that he just did though. I I love the little bit where he's talking about. So they're talk. They they show Chocobo and they're like it has Chocobo and. Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh and it's like Gilgamesh like there's VV in the back you have Steiner you have this you have that and th- you mentioned Gilgamesh Gilgamesh like, and it's like I get it like I mean I know who Gilgamesh is but that does make sense I don't know why yeah. they would see Gilgamesh but... I just like that the gods are participating in these races I want to yeah. know what the head I want to know what the canon is for this yes. <laughs> for this series yes yeah that comes out 2022 as well um, and it is a Switch exclusive, not like a launch exclusive. They're saying it's a Switch exclusive yeah. for that one. Oh, I guess I missed that. That's cool. Um, Final Smash Fighter is going to be revealed next week, you guys. So Dude, we're going to dedicate a I'm whole s- hour and a half. I'm so. actually sweating thinking about it. I don't <laughs> I will not going. This I is an end of an end of an era, right? I mean, jeez. <laughs> Sakurai um, yeah, deserves his rest. Three years of continuing to support that game. Kudos to them for that. And so final character will be revealed and they'll do a deep dive on that. On October fifth, um, I'm just gonna throw out there if um, if I don't get Gino from Super Mario RPG, you're not I getting will, Gino. I will literally burn this world to the ground. All hey, right, Dan, I gotta I be. Hey, I gotta break it to you, not, man. Nobody recognizes. It that will game be Chris anymore. Pratt before it's Gino. <laughs> <laughs> just it Chris 100%. Pratt, not Chris Pratt as Mario. Not even. Chris, not Pratt. even. <laughs> Chris, Chris Pratt is now. Chris, Pratt. he's just in Super character. Smash Brothers. <laughs> I guarantee you're not getting Gino, and I'm with you. I think that'd be great. That might actually make me go, "All right, let me try this," because they get added Gino, but they're not adding Gino. Sorry. I just they ever just re-release uh, Super Mario RPG. I, it would it literally make me the happiest boy I, in the entire I world. I need it to happen because then, like, I want immediately right after that to end to them to be like, "And we're remaking Super Mario RPG," or like a sequel. And, and we're like, making ah! a sequel. Yeah, it's like, wow. <laughs> all right. My face would melt. I like we this somehow figure it out whatever was wrong all these years that kept us from doing this, and now we're right? gonna make a bunch of them. Yeah. Right. Do you think there's someone making those decisions that's like, they they don't really want this. They don't. Really want this. <laughs> oh, I think I actually I think it, it, it is it like the Squaresoft thing. No, it's it's, it's Nintendo because they they there was that whole article I remember at some time where I think Sakurai had like commented on it as well, where like they had already preemptively decided like essentially like if not definitive characters like the kind of path that they wanted to go down and it's like okay. i mean come on like let sakurai be kind of weird and choose stuff but it's like no yeah. the suit's got to get in there and you know yeah. suit okay. it up so huh. i always Agreed. thought it was like a weird squaresoft thing like when squaresoft went like no because i mean they have cloud and everything, and everything. oh that's true they got yeah. cloud they got sephiroth i mean i've always thought that nintendo assumes they've continued the mario rpg 
a series with Mario and Luigi games. Yeah, well, I don't and, care. And or Paper, Paper, Mario. Paper Mario was, don't I would say, Mario. is the closest thing to Super Mario I'm RPG. I'm telling you, like, if you were to ask me, the like, first yeah, Paper we've, Mario, con- we've, first we've had many games in that series. Like, I think they nope. think of those as the same. I bet you they do. I'm actually there with you on that one, Zoom. Yeah. I, I think that they do think that. It's like, we did. Yeah. These are the spiritual successors. I'm like, yeah, but we... No. <laughs> I don't want it to be spiritual. I want it to I, be directly I, successful. I want yeah. stuff to be like drawn by Akira Toriyama and look like Dragon Quest and stuff like that. Like, can I want do that? <laughs> Gino and I want Mallow. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land was yeah. leaked a little bit, just a little bit, uh, before the direct. The new trailer showed off what I I thought was... Yes, very simple visuals. Keep in mind, it's the Switch. But I thought they were pretty charming, especially as you started to see enemies and some bosses. I was like, this actually, it, it fits the Kirby vibe. It doesn't need to be. I mean, it's funny because it's this post-apocalyptic city that's been yeah. overrun or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, saw Us, Kirby. Say, I saw people saying Last of Us Kirby. Yeah, Last like of that. Us Kirby. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I thought overall it looked pretty interesting. I, I think it could be fun. Some of the powers that you get, it just looks like a nice, you know, family-friendly 3D adventure game. Yeah. Kind of a thing. I imagine being the tryhard that takes a screenshot of this next to Kana and says, <laughs> I prefer the Kirby art style. Yeah. <laughs> who was yeah, it? Who yeah. was it? I don't know. I don't know who would have done that in our group. <laughs> no <that>. idea. <laughs> wow. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I like I said in our little chat, I'm like, I, I was completely shocked at like the style of, of the game. This is the first um actually I saw on Twitter somebody had mentioned there was supposed to be a GameCube one. That was like open areas, kind of like a more Kirby game, and it got canceled. Um, so I wasn't even aware of that. Um, mm. But this one is the first like kind of 3D world, like kind of Mario, you know, Odyssey style. I love this new Nintendo respect on Kirby, where they're like, not only does he save the universe of Super Smash Brothers and all the cutscenes, but also <laughs> we're gonna give him a new giant like open world RPG. It's like, yes. all right, guys, yeah, yeah, if y'all like believe in Kirby, all of a sudden I'm I'm all about it. Because again, yeah. I was t- I was talking to y'all in chat. Like one of my favorite N64 games was Crystal Shards. Like it's mm-hmm. Kirby game, uh, yeah. and I grew up playing Kirby on Game Boy. And like I I like Kirby. You know, you get, I don't you're getting fun. you're getting Crystal Shards, uh, Kyle. You the, are. Uh, I'm gonna play it all over again, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Jeff, happen. tell the people when they can expect Kirby to land. When when is that happening? <laughs> Spring, 2020. Uh, thank God. Three. Oh, oh no, God. sorry, typo 22. Oh, is it two? Oh, man. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> My wallet's actually staring the... at me right now. Like, dude, don't. <laughs> it just grew a pair of eyes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't. Yeah, you're going to have to mortgage this house I mean, you don't own. We are all at this point going, <laughs> can, someone, this can someone delay some games, please? Like, we're all looking at it going, like, this is I'm great. hoping so much that, like, an it's onslaught gonna of COVID happens and, like, an just, like, delays all these games. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> The people, people that deserve it, though. People that deserve it, though, Kyle. Yeah, fun COVID, not like fun COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. it's like OG COVID. I got a cough where we can and I can't be around now. people, so I'm gonna stay at home OG for two COVID. weeks and play games. You know, <laughs> not the variants, not the yeah, no. none of that. Please, no. God. <laughs> um, next up on the direct was some Animal Crossing, and my note exactly is Animal Crossing something something. I fell um, asleep. It There's is the direct in October. It's the cafe. It's the coffee shop or something along the lines of yeah. that. People yeah. had mentioned that this update was potentially coming like a while ago. Um, I think it was full direct next month. There's going to be a whole yes. direct, guys. And I'm so excited to watch it all with you guys. We're going to have Dan and Kyle it. do a reaction to that. Yeah. I'll be, you know, everyone's going to be involved. It's going to be all of us. <laughs> We're all going to spend time doing it. It's going to be so fun. We're going to just big smiles, super happy. All man. of us smiling and enjoying oh, no. it. <laughs> I would rather 
slam my big wiener. Nope. 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 <laughs> into no, the no, pavement. No, because it's, it's very not, big though. No. I just want to make sure that's the important. You part. are fake news. You are I'd big. rather do the one chip challenge with my big wiener. <laughs> that would hurt. That would yeah. hurt. I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise that. Wouldn't Your advise dick that. would be throwing up, Tim. I was like, nope. As the resident professional <laughs> on that one, no. Oh, Tim, man. your big wiener would be throwing up just like Kyle was. Oh man. Yeah, Animal Crossing next month. There you go. Mario Golf Super Rush, another one that's a game that I never got into, and I appreciate those who like it. But it is getting a free update, which is very cool. It's out yeah, now. It's, it's Horses, fine. I'm, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do, do if I had friends that came over, I would be all about this game. But, you know, I don't. Isn't it, I, I think it's cool that they're adding, here's some more characters, here's a couple new yeah, courses. I think it's, they're yeah. keeping, keeping it fresh. Too. I think they, uh, there's like a uh, different... Oh, well, I, I guess it's just one of the characters is super fast. Yeah. 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 Hey Jeff, can you give me a detailed description of uh, this game again, please? Yeah, you uh, uh, you golf and then you run around and then you golf some more and uh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that Thanks, bud. Thank oh, you. sometimes you throw things at each other. So sure. Oh. Sure. Yeah. sure. Okay. I'll tell you what. I would play Animal Crossing and Mario Golf before I would play Disney Magical World Two and Chanty. <laughs> <laughs> that that also got it. My clear. wife was excited. I think this was for five year olds and that's it. it and was. my wife. <laughs> and for Dan's wife. Dan Dan's married five married, Disney. Yeah, Dad married a five-year-old. You heard it here first. Okay. Racist <laughs> nope, Dan nope, married a five-year-old. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. That can't be on the record. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Nope. Just the old version. Coming out November 11th. On the this this looks so freaking the, bad and laughable. It was. I didn't know I was what surprised. to think about this one. I, I, my first thought was like, hey, I can finally play this game on the go and like beat it for the first time in 15 years. But will you? Um, well, no, of course not. Uh, but it was also like it's also being brought by Aspire. So I was like, did they update it? Or is this just like a, a port of the game up. that we had? It a didn't th- not, not, at all. Not that wise, but like feature wise or whatever. Yeah, but like, sure. no, it, it just I think they're just literally like. We're porting the same port that's been ported all these port times and putting our name on it. <laughs> yeah, I would Skyrim, say you're better Skyrim off probably with an older game. Yeah, you're better off probably just getting it on your phone or iPad. Honestly, it, it exists. It's literally on your Xbox right now. If and you want, your Xbox. yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a quick glimpse at Dying Light 2: Stay Human again, but of course, at first I saw it, I was like, "What?" And then it said cloud version, and I said, "Oh." Yeah, so yeah, that that's sense. coming to switch on february 4th which i think is launch day so it's cool that it's coming day and date on switch again it's one of those like we say all the time unless you have no other way to play it it's cool that you have access to play this but same thing with control and hitman 3 it's it's neat that nintendo's experimenting with some cloud stuff but if you are statically sitting somewhere with a really solid internet connection to do this you probably also have another console sitting nearby that's going to run it yeah. way better yeah. Like, Sorry. I assume everyone has money, Tim. I mean, jeez. Even a PS4 or oh, an Xbox. Over there. Uh, Dying Light Platinum Edition, though, I don't think there's anything cloud-related here. Comes out October 19th, just in time for Halloween. Fun zombie game. And it's the again, this is the full game, all the DLC. It looks like it's going to run pretty well. I hope, crossing my fingers, that it runs well on the Switch because with all of the running and parkouring you need to do in that game, you can't have some stuttery mess. So here's hoping that it runs smoothly on the Switch. Triple, uh, not triple, just triangle strategy. I think this game looks <laughs> awesome. Triangle I, strategy. The name so is like one of my favorite things from the whole conference. So yeah, this I looks just, every really, time we really see cool. this game, I'm like, I can't, I just can't wait for this. Still haven't played the demo, but yeah, they, uh, they, what I like is that they, they named specific pieces of feedback they got from the demo 
mm-hmm. as here are some things we're including everything from you know difficulty levels and the ability to uh, i think there was some save elements they include, there were some other things where oh and lo- even faster loading they were able to make things load a little Re- faster. reading uh past uh conversation like if you just like yeah. missed a part of a conversation you can go back and like kind of be like what was that again so yeah that's pretty cool so, that is neat. It's very, as we talked about when we this was first revealed, very you know Final Fantasy Tactics Ogre ba- Tactics I, Ogre style. I love that they throw project before it though, like they did with uh, Octopath Traveler, and it's like, what are we gonna call it, guys? What are we? It's like we know what you're gonna freaking call it. Just just say triangle, triangle strategy. strategy. Don't don't throw project at me. Like I know what you're doing. What kind of strategy you guys think they use in this game? O- octagon. A square. Square, a four tiered. Yeah, I would love it if there's four. That'd be amazing if there's like, well, there's four. (laughs) You like the word triangle. Um, Hey, Jeff, when does that game come out? I think it comes out uh, in March of. uh, (laughs) Oh, oh, you mean this? 2024. Minus two, 2022. Sorry. Sorry, guys. It's March 4th, 2022. (sighs) You have a weird concept of time, Jeff. F your wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you were hoping to play all the games this first quarter, I don't think you're going to be able to do that. I can't even do it with this fall. I mean, it's not going to happen next spring at all. And it's been a supposedly bad fall, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that I'm not excited about anything. I think games are stupid. (laughs) I stare down like this, like $400, like, like budgeted game barrel, uh, like between now and the end of the year. Games suck, am I right, guys? Yeah. This fall is insane, and people just come on. (laughs) I pick up a controller and play a game for five hours, and I go, "Why did I do that?" That was (laughs) because you hate yourself. Well, right after Far Cry Six comes out, we'll get to play some Metroid Dread, a new Metroid game. It's not a remake. It's not some kind of new version of an old one. It is a new Metroid game. Comes out October eighth. I still think that looks awesome. They showed some of the new environments this time, so it's not just gray and brown caves which was cool to see yeah um i was hoping that we'd see a little bit of that well that's a loud car yeah. um i was hoping we'd see a little bit of that and we did so game still looks, looks great. awesome i think it's gonna yeah. be yeah. great i agree yeah i'm excited for that uh all right so they added new switch online membership plans and for all of our sakes they decided to give it a really weird name instead of just saying switch online and just here's you pick between these now three options instead of two or whatever it is, they actually gave it a name. So it's switch online plus expansion pack. Yeah. <laughs> that is so Japanese of them. No, it's, it's way it's, more it's, words than need to be there. It's yeah, a ref. Right. It's a reference to the N64 expansion pack. I thought of that yeah. too, actually, that little thing that you plugged in that you could yeah. now play Zelda. The thing that I had to buy the that had back then also. Yeah. yeah. The thing you needed to play any games. Uh, yeah, right. yes. yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I they felt just... the same rage. The, uh... <laughs> same rage. <laughs> Very cool that they're tapping into that nostalgic rage. They mm. did not give a date. They just said late October. So I guess you'll see a system update or something come soon, and I'm sure they'll they'll have that ready. But the big announcement to me was the inclusion of the long rumored inclusion of N64 games, but also Sega Genesis games, which to me was a little more surprising. That was yeah. very surprising to me. Uh, the N64 games will be included are Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64. I, I wish that they still named things with the number of bits. You know? <laughs> yeah, same. Yes. Um, Yoshi Story, Ocarina of Time, Win Back, which, by the way, underappreciated game, Win Back. I like Back is so Win great. Back. Yes. I like Win Back. Uh, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario 64, Sin and Punishment, 
and then they announced a few other games that will be coming to the service. Majora's Mask, Mario Golf, Pokemon Snap, F-Zero X, Kirby and the Crystal Shards, Kyle, uh, Paper Mario, and Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie's come back home. Some of the greats, of course. These are only, I I do notice none of these are the licensed properties that were the bigger hits of the 64, and I wonder if that could be in the works if they port these successfully or or what. I don't don't know. Like, I'm talking like No Mercy Blitz. Okay. Well, nah. That type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You say those like, were the bigger hits? I would argue they were. Yes. People still play Goldeneye uh-huh. No Mercy and have tournaments. Yes. Oh, Dude. well, sure. Goldeneye, yes, but. Dude, I, I was actually the first thought that I had was I was looking. I paused it and looked. some of the bigger oh, license hits is what I. Mean. I was looking Sorry. for okay. either WrestleMania 2000 No Mercy yeah. or at least WCW versus yeah. NWO. I, I gotta be honest, I THP kind wrestling. of immediately assumed it was on there and I didn't check in. I'm a little <laughs> y'all are really bumming yeah. me out right now. Is what's happening? <laughs> yeah. well, well, I wonder if they could work it out though, because they seem to have worked some some of it out with some of the SNES and NES. Someone titles, wants so. to get paid just to uh, emulate a game on something. Like someone well, wants yeah. that, you know? Like I mean, Banjo. Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie is kind of shocking because doesn't I mean technically Rare is with Microsoft now and they kind of have that relationship so it's true yeah I, mean, I think just again I think like, someone's just writing checks you know right but I'm I saying think. like shocking Goldeneye's not on there though when they have Banjo Kazooie I mean I'm sure future update but I can see Goldeneye but I don't see the, I don't see the wrestling games coming just because I feel like with all the wrestling contracts happening today yeah. I can't imagine them licensing those no I feel I like bet, Vince I bet that gets that problematic <laughs> Yeah, not no. going to happen. But Sega games are coming as well. Pretty good list. You got Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe. Yeah, Echo! Gun- Golden Gun Axe. Star Heroes. Echo. I've never heard of Musha. What's Musha? Anybody heard of that know. one? It could be Japanese only. Never released her. Could be. Uh, Fantasy Star 4, Rise Star, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Sonic 2, Streets of Rage, and Strider. And they didn't Through list... The... Strider? Okay. They didn't list any you know, future games like they did for the 64. But that's a pretty solid list. You got a good mix of arcade games, side-scrolling platformers. You even have some pretty in-depth RPGs. I, I remember hating Echo. I didn't own a Genesis, so I played it at a friend's house and stuff. I remember despising Echo. So I think it's funny yeah. that I, that was one of the first games on the list. That's... Echo! So you hate Dolphins. People like that game. I hate it. I, I think it's hard, but whatever. If you are a subscriber to the Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack... Uh, membership, you will have access to purchase a N64 or Sega Genesis wireless controller. They seemed to say that pretty clearly on the screen there. It didn't sound like it's going to be something that's publicly available. Plus, why would it be if you're not subscribing mm-hmm. to those services? Um, but anyway, they're going to be 50 bucks each. I so think we'll it's... Um... Uh, yeah, it's, it's steep. I think it's hilarious that to like, oh, yeah, so generous of us to allow you to purchase these fifty dollar old controllers. <laughs> they're wireless if, now. If you're part of, yes, well, they're wi- Yes, well, thank, yeah, thank you, Nintendo. Because <laughs> the wire was such an inconvenience. Before they were so short. It's just funny when they do that. Like, oh, you're part of this little club. You get to spend money on this thing. You like, get to hold the worst controller ever created in your hands and recreate but it looks your cool. N64 days. But it looks cool. I got to be honest. I, 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 it's something in my brain that tickles. I'm like, oh, you can like, it can really feel like playing that or whatever. But like 50 bucks. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like yeah. wireless technology is not expensive anymore. And that's 20 to 25 year old tech. Like, yeah. Plus, get I over don't yourself. expect like, this expansion pack membership to be that expensive but they didn't give us a price for that yet so we no, don't know don't yeah we don't know how much it's going to be so we're paying a extra additional monthly amount for access to these games is it just is it now 10 bucks instead of because it's not very expensive right now it's not 
So are they going to double it at a dollar? Like what's Dude, it going to be? I see people complaining about that. You can double it, make it $40 for the year. That's still cheaper than Microsoft and, um, and PlayStation. Yeah. So like, it, yeah. and that's, you spread that out amongst a year. That's barely anything. Like I, it's not, it's not that much at all. So. I agree. I agree. So there you go. That was a pretty big announcement. Um, it's been long rumored and long requested to have N64 games added. So not only do you get those, you get some Sega games as well. Shadowrun Trilogy. I regrettably have never tried any Shadowrun game, but the clip they showed of this kind of isometric um, strategy RPG game was like, oh yeah, this does look cool. I never played these games. Have you guys ever played Shadowrun? No, I played no. the third-person shooter on, like, Xbox 360 or whatever. Uh, mm. That was, like, a hero shooter or whatever. But ne- never these, like, old-school isometric ones. So yeah. they look cool to me, too. Yeah, they had kind of a... I know we always compare any strategy, turn-based strategy, to XCOM. But it did a little... Yeah. You know, you're getting behind cover, and it looks like it was turn-based XCOM style. I don't know if it is XCOM or not. It might be more... Um, you know, tactics. Finally. I bet it's, like, Wasteland, you know? like one Could of be, like, Wasteland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Castlevania Advanced Collection. I'll talk about this one a little later in the show, too, because yes. I bought it and I'm playing it. Um, confirmed. We already kind of knew this was coming, but it's been confirmed. The four games are Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, Aria of Sorrow, and Dracula X. Just some of the. Go ahead. Three of the best Castlevania games of all time. <laughs> That's all. That's yeah. all. Dracula X2, if you want to count that. Four, yeah, I mean, people like that one. Yeah. Uh, including a bunch of cool features, which I can confirm are pretty neat to have in there. Button mapping, rewind, quick save. And then they also have regional versions. And I went and looked at that. You can switch mm. over to Japanese or European versions. And so you do that at the main menu. And then as you cycle through the four games, the in, in at least one case, the image, but also the title changes to whatever that yeah. regional title was, that's which was cool. cool. Sweet. Um, so yeah, that's pretty neat that that's finally here. Konami's still doing something with video games, right? I mean, this is like the first, like, just like genuine appreciation of Castlevania for like how long? I mean, since League, uh, Lord, Lords of Shadow 2, which was like abysmal. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's not know? the only thing they're working on that I'm excited about. They're also working on that side-scrolling remake of that arcade game I had never heard of before that looks amazing. Someone needs to remind me what that one was called, but it was a. Uh, I don't remember. Konami. It was some, yeah, I think it's Konami. I could be wrong mm. on that one. Maybe it's not Konami, but anyway, I I feel like that was announced around E3 time, and it was just this really cool looking, um, side-scrolling action RPG. Anyway, moving along, uh, Actraiser Renaissance. This was the big surprise for me. I was so yeah. excited to see this. It is a full HD remaster. Oh, and by the way, Castlevania Advance Collection and Actraiser Renaissance both were shadow dropped right then yeah well not right then a couple hours later but they were on the <laughs> eShop as well yeah. as i think on ps4 were they on microsoft store i don't, I don't think so i don't think uh but they were on pc so i saw them pop up on steam and and epic games uh or at least on steam right away so uh so yeah those came out they added a bunch of stuff to actuaries of renaissance i'll talk about that later but they Shocking. didn't just give it a new coat of paint they they really did a lot of work on this game. And I that was genuinely I had shocking. no idea this was being made at all. Yeah. Really yeah, cool. Yeah, what a crazy project to keep. The like, second uh, I saw it, it's like spinning. It's like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Very, very cool. Deltarune Chapter 1 and 2. Actually, 1's already out, but 2 is out now, and you can get it for free if you already bought one. That's also out today. They went through a quick sizzle reel that showed Hot Wheels Unleashed, which I still think looks like fun. And you can create uh, tracks and all that stuff, too, I saw them. Uh, Surviving the Aftermath comes out this holiday. Shin Megami Tensei pre-orders are now open for that game. Comes in November. 
Wreckfest is out this fall. Arcade Archives, Pac-Man, and Xevious out today. And then Rune Factory 5, not only is it coming out in March. Damn it, Tim. <laughs> but also it's super woke because they have gay marriage. <laughs> That's already been announced, Tim. I already knew. Well, it already... now it's in a trailer. It was right there. Okay. Is gay marriage woke in 2021? No, it's I didn't not. know that was woke. It's not woke anymore. <laughs> Actually, they're behind the times, aren't they? That's yeah. a little antiquated. <laughs> How retro. How retro of them to include gamers. It was just, it was one of those things where it wasn't just, hey, this is an option. They put it right in your face. Like, look, there's it's, two brides. Uh, it's pretty new for these type of games, to be honest. So yeah. <laughs> cool that it's in there. Yeah. Just know. to go back yeah. a little bit, I am excited to play Hot Wheels Unleashed. Uh, <laughs> put those tracks together and go in loops and stuff. Just like I the old too. days. I am too, man. I think that game yeah. looks like it could be a lot of fun. I'll probably be playing on PS5 though. It looked a little weaker on the Switch than not a Switch game. You want you want that like frame yeah. rate for a racing game? Yeah, right? totally. I'm not planning on getting that on Switch either. But it's cool that it's coming there. One of the weirdest announcements, and I'm definitely curious <laughs> oh my about God. Jeff yeah. and Kyle, especially your take on this. Not that I don't want to hear Dan or not that I don't have opinions either. But you guys you used to talk a lot more about movies and shows when you did a podcast, and so I'm just curious what your thoughts are. They announced. The well, casting, the main casting of the new Mario animated movie, and the who announced movie. it? That, who announced it, Tim? Well, Shigeru Miyamoto came out, of course, which was awesome. It was, um, something, it was something a little haunting him shilling himself out to Hollywood. Like we're so excited the, to the work father to of evil. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a you know, and that was a, of course that was revealed a long time ago that he's apparently working alongside with Illumination to make yeah. this movie. The release date in the U.S. is going to be December twenty first of twenty twenty two. I'm just glad it's not March, you know, uh, of twenty twenty two. Got enough going on then, right? <laughs> yeah, this was definitely going to get in the way of all those great games. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, but you guys can, if you're looking at the notes, you can see this, or if you just kind of remember some of the casting. What were your thoughts on the casting for this animated movie? What jumps out at you? I mean, just the audacity jumps out at me. I it guess. is, it is. That's yeah, absolutely. Um, There's some good I mean, choices. Listen, there are I, some good I know, choices. I know. I saw some people who were like, "I think this is very exciting," and I know those people have kids too. I'm just like, I'm just here for it, guys. I'm here for your positivity. <laughs> Can I just be real for a second though? This is ridiculous. <laughs> this cast is ridiculous. Some of it makes yeah. Oh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Okay, sure, I guess you know. But like Chris Pratt as <laughs> Mario. What are we That's doing exactly here? Yeah, and Pe- Peach is gonna have like a baritone like Brazilian Bananas. voice because Anna Taylor Joy is doing it. Like, yeah. what is she? she's not Brazilian. What is she? She's he's, you, uh, you're, I don't know. You're close. Okay. Well, whatever. She's like something like yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, she's like British and she's uh, like very bare. Like she's got a little. Hey. I, I I don't know. I I, I find like all of this to be very weird. And uh, Jeff, maybe you can tell us a little bit about like because like the way you describe Illumination Studio is is far better than anything I can. She's Argentinian. On. That's what it is. Argentinian, uh, thank you, thank you. Oh, um, Charlie Day, though, right? Charlie Day. Charlie right? Day is great. Listen, I love Charlie Day. I love, I, you know, I love all, all of these people. Yeah, all of these actors, I love them, but it's just like... <laughs> there is nothing wrong with the with these people. Yeah. yeah. It's, Some would it's, argue. it's so funny. I love Keegan-Michael Key, and then I'm like, Toad, though. <laughs> that doesn't make I mean, any I sense. Sure, I, I bet it could be funny. I also but, really like Sebastian Maniscalco's stand-up. I think he he's really funny and animated. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's gonna he's be funny. Spike. So I'm like, is he gonna be like, aren't you embarrassed? Like, is he is that what he's gonna do as Spike? I don't understand any don't of this. Yeah, it's very jarring what they're going for. So this studio is Illumination Studio, and if you're obviously if you have parents, you're probably gonna be more tolerant of these movies if your kids love them. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. This studio makes Despicable Me, Minions, uh, Secret Life of Pets, 
to me, these are all like surface level animated movies. They are. That they don't make me laugh uh, personally. I think they're like like barely touch any themes that you can dive deep into like you would on a Pixar movie or something. Correct. So, I mean, I don't expect anything to be actually stand out in this movie, like at all. Like, I, I, I would think out of all I those, Despicable Me, to be me like, has okay a few with moments with the, the adoption first one. piece. The first Despicable one, yeah. Me, the first one, does have some sweet moments. It does. But I agree with you on the rest of them. We've watched, because my kids like The Secret Life of Pets, it's just silliness. Yeah. With maybe yeah. a few attempts at it's sweetness. It's just loud it's... noises and colors to distract the kids. <laughs> but but to their credit, there are some really funny moments, even though it's silly. Like the cat yeah. knocking stuff off the table. Like little things that they do that are clever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, that's funny. But you're right, man. This is definitely second tier compared to your but, Pixar. And honestly, even your DreamWorks, because they've stepped up their game. I right? was going to say, yeah, even Sony Animation, too, with uh, Mitchell vs. the Machines yeah. and, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Like, I mean, these guys are third or fourth tier to me. Like, yeah. I'm just not excited. But, but Nintendo's not going to uh, allow them to tarnish their property. No, nah, they They're won't. Like, gonna, I feel like yeah. that's why he's there, Miyamoto. He's like, yeah. no one's going to kill my he's baby. He's trying to kind of assure the audience, even though the casting <laughs> uh, is weird. I get Everything's so weird. And Chris Pratt coming on being like, this is a dream come true to play Mario. I was like, is this what you were wishing for? You were yeah. wishing to <laughs> Literally, play he did. an Italian fat plumber, like growing up as a kid. I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> Kyle, he did. He took the penny. He took the get out of here, dude. Like, get out of here. Your <laughs> PR is ridiculous, bro. Like, <laughs> I get the feeling this is going to be like Lego Movie minus the heart that you just talked about. I agree. Jeff. I fully agree. I, I think mean, it's going to be wacky and funny. I think there is going to be funniness to it because the, the actors in here are too good for there not to be some humor right, that I yeah, go, oh, that yeah. was clever. So I think it's going to be funny, wacky. They're going to take a beloved license like Lego and they're going to take Mario and they're going to make it funny and with a new twist. I don't know. Maybe it will. It, that it'll have the heart that you're talking about. Right. But I'm not expecting that. I'm expecting just kind of something fun to take the kids to the cheap seats to over Christmas break. I will say that casting is pretty important because that Lion King remake uh, <laughs> happened. And there's happened. with Timon and Pumbaa's casting, though, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner made that work. They made that material Dude, work. Billy Eichner is like. And they were out. so funny together. They were the standouts and, of that whole yeah, movie. For sure. And so that like, movie had Kyle Gambino and, and Beyonce, and they were not the standouts. No, they were phoning like it. In. Oh, it sounds like they just recorded it at home while they, they were like. Did. I'm sure they, they did. I think like, I just Beyonce recorded it on my iPhone. I'm sending it to you. By this <laughs> it's a voice memo. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I mean, Simba. That, uh, what, what my point is is that Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen were standouts in that, but this movie feels like it has a whole cast of those people yeah. that could be standouts. Yeah, like, Jack Black as Bowser, like in yeah, weird cor- roles. Like, yeah. I'm not trying you know? to be here to like ruin the like oh this casting well, is stupid but like all of it like this makes the Borderlands movie casting seem like, <laughs> normal to me you know what I mean yeah, like, whoa, like, the whoa, casting whoa. for this like I was like I was looking back at Borderlands and I go now all that makes sense if this is what yeah. we're doing with this movie you know so, yeah That's the thing know. with like these sort of Kevin situations Hart? Though, all right, right? yeah sure like, yeah he plays big tough Roland sure yeah, yeah. Sure. especially with an animated movie it's like I don't know what it is with like it, I mean people on the internet get pissed off about everything but the second you start like yeah. being like so we're doing an animated movie and these like actors. Like actors who act, not like do voice acting specifically. People get mm-hmm. so bent out of shape about it, and it's like, but why can't you believe that these actors are capable of also just doing voices? Like, I don't understand where the discrepancy. We've heard, is we've heard Chris Pratt do it before too, twice. And he's I love Lego so, Movie, and like, so if he's like, I love both of them. 
Yeah, if he's endearing like he is in that movie, like sure, it's gonna be he's it's not gonna be a problem. It's just like but when you look at it, you look at the people and the, well, and the voices they're gonna what, do. You're like, well, no, no, that's weird. The thing with Chris Pratt though, the actors is, don't match the characters in my yeah, head. yeah. It's all the SJW lately with with Chris Pratt. I think is the issue. It's not so much that they don't because he's he a can, Republican. I think that's well, the, there's is that, that is and then there's the, there's the church thing where like he goes to he supposedly goes to a church who supposedly is anti-gay and like oh uh, yeah other stuff and it's like articles, sure. why yeah. can't we just separate this though like yeah you know I he don't does know. he separates yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah. He does a great, great job of separating you. Um, yeah, I, for me, it's. It, I'm curious how they're going to portray these characters because I think Charlie mm. Day, and I think he's so funny in the roles he Charlie plays, especially in It's Always Sunny. And mm. I think about him as Luigi. I'm like, oh, is he going to be like a snarky, never quite good enough type of uh, Luigi? Like, is that going to be right. the take on Luigi? Is Mario right, right. going to be a bright-eyed, always positive, like Chris Pratt is in mm. like Parks and Rec and in the Lego movies? Sure. Like, what is... What are these characters going to be? So I'm very curious. You know, is Jack Black, is Bowser going to sing? Like, I, I, I'm curious what's <laughs> going to happen with these. He better now, um, now that you put that out there. <laughs> I want a Tenacious D, like, Bowser song. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm all, yes, absolutely. The only person who Kyle I... Kyle Gash like, shows up as Goomba, and, like... I feel like they... we don't know how most of these... Well, I think Anna Taylor-Joy, I can have a pretty good guess about how Peach is going to be portrayed. And I feel like with Seth Rogen, there's only one way he can act or do anything. So I think he's just going to be <laughs> Seth Rogen. As Donkey he's just going to be stoned, right? He's just going to be stoned Donkey Kong. Sorry, if you if you love Seth Rogen, I think he has a lot of range. I'm sorry for saying that. I don't. I think he's just, he's always Seth Rogen. And that's why he works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. What else does he need great, to be? <laughs> he worked great for Pumbaa. But anyway. I think he's great. At, I watched uh, that bit of the Emmys where he came out and he was like, I wouldn't have come here at all if I knew it was indoors and this close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was so funny. He's such a yeah. natural at comedy yeah. at doing his bit. So when you cast him in a movie, I don't I don't begrudge Hollywood yeah. for choosing him that's, because you know what you're the, getting. That's the flavor you, you Yeah, and, and I enjoy watching him do his thing. Uh, that casting might, out of all these, make the most sense for Donkey Kong. Probably. Like, if you yeah, showed me a list of so. these people and you told me to like match them up like an old school test... I probably would have drawn the first line between Seth Rogen and Donkey yeah, Kong. Well, and yeah, yeah, obviously. And this, Jack Black. That's, that's, you know, the Jack Black one makes sense. To I me think that's too. pretty, like, 100% Bowser. spot on. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's yeah. spot on, yeah. I think those two are, like, are you know, like yeah, like you said, if you're doing the test that you were talking about, like, those uh -huh. would be obvious ones to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. understand. If you go with Charlie Day, why, why can't you just do John Leguizamo and just double down on the bad movie? <laughs> that would so amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I would have respected that, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been you like, know, maybe this movie makes sense guys. after all, you know. <laughs> Redemption. Redemption. <laughs> well, then they went from that. That was like, I had to take a minute to, th I was like, is this, re is this real? Is this, this isn't some fan <laughs> casting? Like a prank, yeah. yeah. It felt like it's, a fan casting seem... website. Like, like, you know, when people make up their pretend Nintendo Direct announcements, mm, it yeah. felt like that. Like, here's the, and I'd be like, oh, this is so dumb. Who made this up? So that felt very weird because it was real. And then Splatoon 3, um, and I sarcastically, of course, when it came on, I was like, wow, this looks so different from the other two games. Listen, <laughs> I understand the draw of Splatoon, and I think it was Kyle Boseman who said this, right? I'd I, Listen, it's not for me, but I'm, I'd rather people play this than Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah His kid, yeah, he said, like, if I had a kid and he was playing Splatoon 3, I'd be like... I appreciate that. Yeah, over yeah. over Fortnite. Like I will yeah, say that the yeah. single player stuff they talked about and showed and and have already a little bit does look actually kind of cool. Like their yeah. the single player stuff they're including. It's just the whole vibe of it, the way the game is like even the core of the game where you're using the different paint tools to paint the environment, multiplayer or not, 
it just doesn't appeal to me. Like it's just not mm. my and you know going as a squid through the paint. I I understand the core mechanics. I get it. I just have never had that much fun. The few times that I've tried playing either of the first two, so. More power to them. I know this is something that a lot of folks are excited about. These games sell really well. So. They really believe in this franchise. Yeah, and it, that, it, I that's mean, why it sells well. <laughs> it's yeah. the first most unique thing they've done in a while. Like, it was a completely original yeah. thing. Nintendo thing, specifically, I mean. I'm, yeah, like, I remember when they years. announced it. Like, hey, we've let some of our developers go off and do their own thing. Some of our younger yeah. team. And this is what they created. And it turned into a franchise, apparently. Yeah. So that's fine. No release date yet. They didn't even say... Spring 2022, which was shocking. To oh, me. And in our hearts, we knew that's what it was. That's hope what. It never yeah. comes out. <laughs> I hope it never comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope and people feel they, inspired to play better games after. They, <laughs> oof, they it closed out, out, finally showing us some not only cutscenes but also a good amount of gameplay from Bayonetta 3. Finally. And when it first showed the cutscene, I gotta be honest, I was like, this doesn't look very good. Like I was like the city and the soldiers. But mm. then as it got to the actual combat in game, I was like, doesn't matter. The cutscene visuals aren't important to me now. The gameplay looks amazing and frenetic yeah. and there's stuff going everywhere. Yeah. I, and I'm saying this legitimately. I at first thought that doesn't look great. And then I thought, oh, that doesn't matter if that looks great. The gameplay looks amazing. Mm -hmm. You get to be Bayonetta again, all the crazy action and the, the monsters that you could not only summon, but also fight against. I think this game is going to be just as fun and probably challenging as the first two. And I can't wait. And so I don't I'm not trying to come down hard on it just because the cutscenes looked like a 360 game. Well, um, I mean, it's because of the frame rate. They they want the frame rate to be as solid as possible with something like this. Fidelity so. is, uh, is not the best. And yeah. also just happened with No More Heroes 3 where they're like, hey, we're going to let you make your game. But like it just we don't have a lot of money to give you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just make do. Um, but they, so, yeah, I wonder the, if I wonder... they even had Bayonetta winking at the camera with this, yeah. basically acknowledging to the audience, yeah. I know you've been waiting, I hope I don't disappoint type of a thing. And so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Liked, I I thought it was all very, very charming and it looks like a lot of fun. So I was very happy to see how far it, it is along. So yeah. yeah, there's also like the big monsters that you can summon, which I was reading, like was almost kind of like the whole thing with Scalebound that happened on Xbox One. Because it's Platinum Games, right? Mm -hmm. Did you see the guy at the end? Uh, Well, like his silhouette. Like, yeah. Oh, so you mean like kind of maybe looked a little bit like Scalebound guy? Yeah, yeah. It might have nothing to do with that. Maybe it's a character yeah. I should know from the first two games. But I didn't recognize him, but I was like, hey, he looks like the dragon guy from Scalebound. But I was reading, this is essentially them saying like, oh, so you don't want to allow us to make Scalebound? We're just going to make Scalebound anyway. Through, yeah. Bayon through Bayonetta. You know, and that comes out. It just said 2022. So that's cool. Um, spring. We know it. We all know it. It's definitely spring. God, it better be spring. I feel like this is a summer game, but it could be holiday. But I, would I, say, I, I don't think, care. I just so. put it out. Just whenever it's ready. <laughs> the only problem I have with the Bayonetta, I mean, she's just unattractive. She's just not. Oh gross. yeah, no. So gross. Yeah, hard to look. Super at. gross. Hard pass. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch <laughs> the Halo Infinite preview but i did watch i, I skipped through some of it because i don't necessarily need to see every element of the multiplayer and training but i wanted to see it in action and they did show a lot of it, it was about 10 minutes just under 10 minutes of hmm. of footage um i think it looks really really nice in motion i understand that some people are still like hey that art style still isn't that great i, I thought the reflections looked cool i thought the the frame rate just looked really smooth i mean it's again it's going to be a very high quality video game it really is and so hmm. Um, if you're interested in Halo, of course, go check out their technical preview. I think it's looking looking good. 
And then lastly, the initiative announced it's going to partner with Marvel's Avengers and Tomb Raider's Crystal Dynamics to develop a reboot of Perfect Dark. That's that's bananas, dude. Yeah, that's wild. Amazing. And funny but, enough, not even really the right developer. Let's be honest. Who are the what is it? Idos Montreal. They're making they're making the better Avengers game, right? Right? Mm. Can we just be honest, guys? <laughs> Probably. They're making Probably Guardians. Yeah. So, but gonna... my my thought with this is my question, I guess, with this, does that mean whatever work was done up to this point on the Perfect Dark game is done? Like, is it getting? I don't know. Yeah, is I don't know. Is it is it being scrapped? Or are they coming in to help with like? Wasn't game that a year ago? Or was it? God, I hope that? they're just refining things like a little bit. Yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I don't know. Was it like two years ago? I, we just known about I think it's yeah. I think it was closer to two years. It was yeah. whenever it was when uh, the E3 that Keanu Reeves came out, right? Where they were like, we have all these studios. Like I'm pretty sure it was that E3. Hmm. That was two years ago, I believe. It feels like it's been a while that we've kind of had Perfect Dark tabbed as, you know, it's on the way, it's in development, here it comes as a big exclusive. Um, yeah. And then now they're saying they're developing, or they're partnering with this, it's a new, de- seems like a new development partnership, or maybe it's already been happening and they're just now revealing it. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, we- fingers crossed that they're just going to Crystal Dynamics for graphics, because, I mean, in terms of at least cinematics and stuff on Avengers and Tomb Raider. That stuff is just mind blowing. Um, That, that stuff is good. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully it's, I'm hoping it's like helping refine that type of stuff. Yeah. And don't, don't for love of God, don't turn it into like a grind fest. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's well, that's why I was saying the joke of like IDOS Montreal is making the better Avengers game because guardians apparently is going to potentially be pretty solid. So it's the previews like that are sounding really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to Easy Allies for that one too, because they, I mean they would and they let you know when it's not great. I think they did yeah. say early, their early first impressions weren't amazing. Um, yeah. Anyway, now it's sounding much more positive. Well, listen, that's it for headlines. There was a lot. I know we went oh through a gosh, bunch of stuff. There. So much. But I do want to talk about first stuff that we're watching, and then we'll close out with stuff we're playing. Um, and we left it off the list last time, so I want to hear about Malignant because. Netflix keeps telling me I should watch it. I think it was Netflix. Oh, it's, right? it's on HBO. HBO Max keeps telling me I should watch it. It's every time I turn it on, it's just like boom! Don't forget to watch Malignant. It's like, all right, yeah, all right. I will, I will not do this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't about know this if movie. Anybody has seen this movie here except for me? No. But it's a James Wan horror movie, and the trailers made it seem super by the numbers horror that you've seen before. I'm being haunted by a ghost. Oh, somebody help me. I'm a helpless woman. Oh. There's something it's, getting close to my eyeball on the cover. We've never seen that before. Oh, never <laughs> seen that before. But there's like... Okay, it's not that the the reveal or whatever you want to call it in the final third of the movie is unpredictable. You can totally see it coming. It's just how hard James Wan commits to it that makes you go this is insane i can't believe the studio just said oh. yeah do what you want man it's fine we owe you we owe you after aquaman just go ahead and do what you want <laughs> some of the stuff that they do at the end it's borderline just action horror at that point and that's intriguing just, that you're saying yeah, that it's just like slick and gruesome at the same time you know the last horror movie that and i feel like i could describe like, that way was cabin in the woods did something similar it's like oh you're really doing this like okay <laughs> Yeah. Do you mean like yeah. do you mean like the yeah. Evil Dead remake? Because like they went pretty grotesque in the Evil Dead remake, yeah. like kind of like did, that. But, you mean or? But this is even more ridiculous because oh, there's wow. some okay. things that the main actress is is has to do that make, makes me go, man. They should. I hope they paid her handsomely <laughs> because <laughs> she's scarred. She looks so stupid right now. It is so funny. Uh, 
All right. Yeah, it's just absurd. The final, like, half, whatever, third of the act, That's half intriguing. hour, is pretty nuts. But I almost want to just it's watch like that. Basic horror, you know? Um, but yeah, there's a scene where she's in prison, and that's when you that's when things take a turn yeah. uh, for the action side. Okay. Prison Mike. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild ride. <laughs> prison Mike. Prison Mike. Shows prison up Mike. With the Dementors. The Dementors. Dementors. <laughs> Chains on your legs. <laughs> don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. Oh my gosh. Well, I want to hear also about the leftovers, Dan. You've talked about this a little yeah. bit, and you've wrapped up the series. What are your thoughts? So it's only three seasons, so um, not super long, but the episodes are long. Um, season one and two, ten episodes. Season three, eight episodes. Um, yeah, I mean, I sent like the image of Michael Scott on his last episode before he leaves of him just kind of like happy, sad, like like t- mm-hmm. kind of his eyes all watery. Like that's what I said to the because it's like the ending is actually satisfying, like emotionally it's satisfying um, yeah. with like the two characters there. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, there's some stuff that she says at the end there that actually was kind of like, OK, you gave me a little something. That's pretty cool. Um, so I, I did like that. Um but uh, as far as like the whole series overall, and actually, Jeff, I didn't respond to you when you were like, what are you talking about? The stuff that happens throughout the whole show, that's crazy. And it's like, yeah, but like, I don't know. So for me, like the the whole show, I feel like you need to be somebody who ha- does have a little bit of patience because there's it just seems like moments just kind of stretch out for a while sometimes. And if yeah. you're not if you're not somebody who wants to sit there and kind of absorb what's being said, whether it's like pertaining to like the twist of the show or not. You're just gonna be like, all right, come on, get to the point. What are you doing? Like, let's go. Like, I just get to something interesting. Like, so if you're that kind of person, you're not gonna like the show. Um, yeah. It sounds like, like that was a lot of people's like problem with Lost too. So that's like this, sure this creator style is like, hey, I'm playing it like the long game, and yeah. you guys can just kind of like piece it together as it goes along. You know, I- I'm familiar with the um, ending of Lost. I feel like this is more interesting. Um, <laughs> but then throughout the show, they do kind of tease you a little bit back and forth. I don't know if you agree, Jeff, with like, well, is there something crazy that is happening that's otherworldly or supernatural is yeah, there they, not it's like they, they go do, back they and do forth, something like, with justin Thoreau's character twice yes that yeah. makes you go okay well clearly there's something going on here fantasy wise that's yeah. not of this world but uh, those episodes are so nutty it reminds me of like what if david lynch sped things up a little bit right Cause, right because <laughs> david lynch is known for like let's just have the camera there and it'll sit there 15 minutes and nobody does anything how about that <laughs> uh right. but david yes. damon lindelof is more like let's write things and be a little more interesting so there yeah. so i mean i think that's why i was probably more patient with it was because sure. i've experienced david lynch's stuff like all of it and uh david damon lindelof felt like he was going for that wtf type of vibe Right, but right, a little right. bit, a little. But let's speed up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, so it is, it's wild. It's absolutely there, nuts. There are the slower moments because it's like mm-hmm. so. Uh, the premise of the show is very straightforward. Um, you literally find out what it is in like what the first like two minutes of the show, like immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and then essentially, it then it's like three years later, and it's just kind of like the aftermath, and yeah. and really. Basically, the whole thing of the show is just like how everybody would react in that kind of situation. That's just unexplainable. Like gotcha. there's just there's nothing to explain. Like nobody knows or understands why or how. Nobody seems to really figure it out yeah. definitively. It's because They're... what happened, you know, in in I guess the Bible and stuff, you would be like, okay, this is just a rapture. But because it didn't happen like the Bible, sure. People are like, okay, then what, I have no idea what's happening. What's going on? Cult, new cults. So it like makes all a the bunch ca- of drives cults, so like... many characters crazy into yeah, like yeah. a cult, you know, stuff like that. Um, 
turns, religious groups, all sorts yeah. of nonsense. Like just, uh, yeah, people just start going crazy because they just, they can't fathom or they, they need an explanation. It's like, what, what, because there's even actually a moment later on where it was actually kind of like, oh, that's actually a good way of putting it. It's like with, with death, there's a finality to it. You mm-hmm. know that person's dead. You got closure because you got to bury them or cremate them or whatever. Like there's something there where there's like a there's a defined end. W- with the event in the show, there isn't. So everyone can't handle that. It's yeah. like, well, what's going on? And it's like, so obviously some people just start going crazy, and that's kind yeah. of what some people, they, if I'm not mistaken, some people even kill themselves to be like, I'm gonna join the other side now and right. stuff like that. Yeah, just. Yeah, it's a banana and show. It's it doesn't always show. go out to go down that way. At least for Justin Thoreau's character, he. Yeah. Yeah. God, <laughs> um, that show is in, this has some seriously insane moments. I love. And I love Leftovers the is on what HBO, HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So it's not super long, but again, there are the episodes are fairly long. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, an hour it's, long, hour long plus. I I did like it, but um, if I'm gonna put it on like the spectrum of like rewatching, say Breaking Bad recently, or finally finishing um, Mr. Robot. I, I do like those more, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, do, I did like this. Def, I definitely did like the show. Like, nice. I, I thought it was, you know, for that type of show. And again, just having some patience. Um, yeah, it's entertaining. So I, I love, I actually love the Lost finale. And there's a okay. <laughs> group of people that still do and defend it. So I like Lost more than this. Okay. Uh, I know that probably makes me a little weird because there's some people that like Lost <laughs> more than this. But yeah, it's definitely Lost for me is up there with the shows you just mentioned. I didn't mind the way Lost ended. I just thought the last few seasons of Lost were just not great. Like I don't. I'm not saying I didn't love the. I thought that's when they picked up, and I love the overall. I thought the first three seasons of the show were phenomenal, and then it started to. It almost felt like, oh, we have a hit. I guess we got to come up with a few more seasons. That's Mm. just what it felt like. But anyway, we don't get into a Lost discussion now. It's been a long (laughs) time since I've seen it, so my memory could be a little bit skewed on it as well. Um, I do want to hear, though, now we've talked two HBO Max things. Let's talk a little Disney+. Plus. Kyle, Star Wars Visions is out. Uh, I was hoping yeah. you were going to say Sex Education Season 3. <laughs> Kyle and I Disney watched Plus. that. It's, I finished it's just... it. It's great. Yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Star Wars Visions. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about London teens having sex to him. I don't. Um, I no, Star either. Wars Visions is amazing. If you like anime and you like Star Wars, boy, they have something for you on Disney+. Plus. Um, uh, it's it's got anime animatrix vibes to me. It's got uh, there, uh there's been a lot of things lately. Like there was a Batman one that was like we're gonna tell six stories by six different studios and it's all gonna mm-hmm. be non-canon like cool like individual stories. That's exactly what this is, and we got to explore a lot of really cool ideas and a lot of really cool moments. Couple couple bummer episodes, but uh, uh overall like uh some really good content here. I hope we get more of it. Um, yeah, but boy, that first episode, strong. which I think we could talk a little more in depth, because I think we've you know at least all seen that one or most of us have, uh, really special. Like that's uh, that's Our exactly vision. how I like envision what this show was going to be was like this very samurai Kurosawa, hmm. you know, like Star Wars thing or whatever, yeah. and it did not disappoint. The art style was super cool. What is um, that art style? That seemed new to me. Is there other shows no, like or movies? No, like that? no. Was so it that like a was mixture of hand drawn and three D? Or that was the studio that did JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which oh, I don't watch. Wow. Um, okay. 
but like that's not their style. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, thanks, Dan, for backing that up. So this yeah. is something they're, they're they're doing something different here. Um, hmm. So it just um, it JoJo really is a goofy looking anime. <laughs> you really know what was is. cool about it is it almost looked like an unfinished animated movie. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. before they've colored everything in yeah. and like yeah. fine tuned the edges, so it felt really raw and it just yeah. was really yeah. cool. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool. Just like little bits that you pick up on the story, like just seeing an R two unit, like in a samurai hat, you know, <laughs> super cool. Ronin R two, Ronin R two, like it just the whole idea of it was just very, very cool. I mean, dude, uh, Star Wars and samurai like aesthetic combining that is just like that's perfect. It, it's always going to work that's every perfect. time. So just um, peanut butter, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, absolutely. And and there's a lot of really good episodes that are like very samurai and 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 some that were like done by the Kill a Kill studio that were like super uh, anime. The studio twins. Trigger? Yeah. Yeah, Studio That's Trigger. That's the one I'm uh, most excited about, so. It's yeah. very very anime, you know, a lot yeah, of charging, yeah. ah, like charging up and like, <laughs> you know, about like about moves that. that destroy like entire worlds and all yes. good stuff, you know. Um, all the good stuff. Uh, I, I think I that's just, why I like the Elder episode the second most is because it's more like the first episode. Yeah, it's more the, like the a Elder is very story. grounded, a very samurai yeah. story of you know a samurai and like his his boy you know going up yeah. and uh, yeah. and uh, trying to fight some thing that's going on. Uh, I, I, I there's just a really a lot to enjoy here and very like it, cool it, that it's like short episodes. You mentioned this, Kyle, where it's like yeah, nuggets. Super easy to knock it out. Uh, really quickly in one they? sitting, like fifteen minutes, uh, eighteen okay. tops, twelve at the bottom. You know, at the, yeah. at the okay. uh, shorter end. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really easy to watch them all really quickly. And again, if you hate and one, seven watch watch another one because it's done by someone completely different. So exactly, you don't have yeah. to like you know be worried that like boy, I watched a couple I didn't like. Like hey, give it one more. Like it, the, every single one of them is so different. So. Yeah. And by the way, the English voice cast is just it's out, amazing. It's out, it's out of it this is world, absolutely man. stacked. Arnie so, Stinson. Arnie Stinson. Joe Golev, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, there's a bunch of other people. David David Harbour. Allison Bree. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton of people. Lucy Liu is in the first episode. Sweet. Yeah, it's interesting between this and uh, Marvel's What If, I like that Disney's allowing some creative animation yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, shows. It's funny, uh, just briefly about What If, this past week's episode was a really funny, just straight-up Marvel comedy episode. I haven't watched and it yet. the last three weeks before that were all like full of sadness and death. It was yeah, all always like, and this episode was, was like, about thank like, you. Thor partying so hard he brings on Ragnarok pretty much. And it's like <laughs> it's the greatest episode yeah. ever. Like okay, so I'm like, really down with that. I gotta watch yeah, it. So yeah, yeah. It was it, at so no funny. point is it ever serious. It's like it's just super hilarious. And I'm like, okay. boy, they should have had a couple more because yeah, the last few episodes has been like our watching our favorite characters die horrifically over and over again uh and i'm like okay i mean this is super dark i'm here for it but boy this is really dark yeah, yeah. it's it's cool to see them uh and it, listen i know there are some folks who hate that disney owns all these properties i get it that's fine that's well, your that might be changing soon. i'm mad about it that's what i have to say to those people that but, might be changing um, soon wait what there's a there's like a lawsuit thing going on where like oh, you don't think disney has enough money to settle that <laughs> Damn. If you yes, think Ep saying. Epic and Apple have a lot of lawyers to throw at somebody, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there are is some news going on where like the rights are re reverting back to the families and estates of like the Iron estates, Man, Spider Man, yeah. Uh, yeah. a few people, uh, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee's estates, and all the other ones will totally be fine. It, it, people are going to get paid, and it's going to be fine. They'll so. get their money, yeah. and Disney. Will <laughs> <get their money. laughs> um, but that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, 
All right, so we I, there are other things we're watching. We'll circle back to them if there's time at the end, but we got to talk about some of the stuff we're playing because there's been some major game releases, or at least some ones that we've talked about that have finally come out that I want to get to. First, I'll just quickly mention uh, Castlevania's Advanced Collection. We hinted at this earlier. Um, it's 20 bucks, so I grabbed it. I know it's on a couple different spots, but I really wanted it on the Switch. It just felt like, hey, these are... Game Boy Advance games, why not play them on yeah. a portable screen? Belongs on Nintendo. Uh, worked great for me, especially yesterday. Like I said, with my kids, we're at that hotel. And by the time they, I got them all settled down, we'd gone swimming, watched a movie. Like, they're all tired. And I just kicked back on the hotel yeah. chair that's in there. And kind of in the dark there, just got to play cast. And I played for way longer than I probably should have. Um, <laughs> awesome. But I really enjoy three of these games. And one of them is just kind of a fun throwback to the olden days. From This is me personally. I'm not a Castlevania mega fan. But just real quick, I thought that Circle of the Moon and Harmony of Dissonance were both really good games. Yes. I think Aria of Sorrow is one of the best Castlevania games. It's so good. Aria of Sorrow, I think, is the best out of all these. Like in my experience so far and i'm from what i remember playing back in the day and dracula x is just kind of a really fun one to go back and be like do you remember super nintendo old school game remember these like <laughs> that's what it feels like and maybe you guys love it but i it doesn't play as well like to me it's not as good of a it's not a game. metroidvania either right like right, it's, it's more uh, arcade very yeah arcade. it's okay. more just side scroll like the original kind of yes. couple of castlevanias yeah. very difficult um and not necessarily in a good way like oh this is challenging it's like well that's a frustrating way to make me yeah. die okay um but anyway the main three i think yeah 20 bucks especially for those three these are full-on action adventure rpg games with metroidvania of course the castlevania games where you tons to explore huge maps i mean i love these i think all these are really great what a steal for 20 bucks so i'm digging them Uh, anybody else playing these or you just know about them i'm gonna pick it up because again circle of the all three of those are my favorite castlevanias in the entire series so i think you're spot on by saying they're they're some of the best in the series because they are um so yeah i'm I'm definitely gonna pick this up especially with all the cheat can you can you expound on what some of the like not the cheats but like the new there's a couple of features i haven't i haven't looked into all of them i did rewind once just to try it out Mm -hmm. um and it does exactly what it sounds like you just rewind so you don't Literally have to like waste it. You don't have to die, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I'm yeah. all about um, that. Save yeah, states. Those games are save. hard, man, and save save points are very spread yep. apart. So yeah. you, well, you get save states separate for each game, so it's not like it's one across the whole collection. So you get, and I think you get like ten of them, just like you would in an emulator, honestly. Yeah. Um. So you get a bunch of save states. Uh. You get button mapping, which is nice because uh, at least in those three games, the buttons are mapped for the Game Boy Advance, which had two face buttons. You know, you had A and B. Yeah. Um, and so they're mapped that way. So it's nice if you want to make uh, on the Switch, at least it would be the Y, or on the PlayStation, it'd be Square. Your yeah. attack, if you want, like you can just map them in a way that's a little easier, um, which is nice. The, the button mapping to me is one of the best features that they added. And the gallery is kind of cool. You get to see some previously unreleased artwork and stuff like that if you're into that, which most of us I think probably are. Um, just a, just a really great collection for twenty bucks. Yeah, it's, nice. It's pretty fantastic. So. If you haven't played these, if you're like me, and I think the only one I had played was Harmony of Dissonance, and I never finished it. I remember liking it, though. And so being able to go back and play Aria of Sorrow, which I never played, and I'm like, dude, this might be the best one. I think I might <laughs> like it better than Symphony of the Night. I think I think this is yeah. this is great. So. Those two, Donna Sorrow and um, what was the one on the DS that everyone really likes? Like, that was the oh, one that, like, Ravel. I think that so. is Dawn of something. Dawn of Sorrow or something? Might yeah. be. Yeah, that that's because I so... think a lot of companies tried to do a DS thing, like even with Fire Emblem, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon yeah. Shadow or whatever, whatever that one was. Anyway, I think so. 
Um, the only thing I didn't like about the DS ones was they would try to do a lot of the draw the symbol out to do a thing. Mm. Yeah. Sure. That. Sure. Um, and I just kind of prefer a more straightforward platform. But anyway, I wanted to mention that. Loving that. Tell me about Sable. Whoever's playing Sable. Who's playing oh, that, that's me. Uh, only played a little bit of it because it, two other games have been hogging my time right now. Um, technically three, but... Uh, yeah, I only played like a little bit of it. You, you're the animation style or whatever you want to call it, artwork is just so freaking unique and yeah, it is. and pretty. Um, it reminds me of. I agree that it's unique. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of like, like um, uh, I don't know, like MTV Liquid Television, like old '90s <laughs> style yeah, alternative yeah. animation. Good yeah. call. Um, and it's uh. So that makes it certainly, I don't know, nostalgic for me a little bit. But but it's just not the pace of game I'm looking for right now. You just drive around. Like, you're supposed to go on a, a trek or something as part of a ritual for your tribe or something. Yep. Um, I'm still trying to get a handle on the world because they throw a lot of lore at you at the very beginning. They do. And you're trying to keep up, like, wait, you threw me in here. Like, I should know what's going on. And I don't. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you have to get your bike first. So you have to get pieces yeah. for the bike and get that. Yeah. So I'm still actually at the beginning getting my getting pieces for my bike. So now I have like a slow sand. I think they call it a sand cutter or something like that, yeah. which is just super slow. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of wide. It's not really open world, but it's kind of wide open for you to drive around in. You can drive anywhere and climb anywhere, much like Zelda. But you have a stamina bar. And if it depletes, you fall. Um, mm. And and Lost Judgment has that now, too. Hey, look at that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so I mean, it's just not the type, the pace of game that I'm looking for because uh, there's not really much you're doing aside for jumping and floating occasionally. Um, yeah. You do so, get that cool power early on where you float in the little orb or whatever, right? Yeah, so I got that, yeah, yeah. Um, which is fine. but And also the conversations right. are just not that fun. Exactly. Like, Lost Judgment, there's a ton of conversing. And I enjoy watching the dialogue, like the dialogue, and especially when there's animation to them. Um, it's just always interesting. But in Sable, it's like the dialogue is like it starts with like a novelesque description of how Sable's feeling and how she feels about the environment. And I'm like, what are we doing? Just get to the dialogue. I'm like, <laughs> I breathe heavily and blah, 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 blah. And there's no voiceover acting. It's all reading. So it's just kind of so like. So this is a Derek just, game is what you're saying. Derek, you know, Derek's going to love this. It's going to be his goatee for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I do. You know, this, I do this game is getting reviews all over the place. You'll have someone who reviews it, and it's what they wanted. It's perfect. It's artistic. Yeah. And then other folks who are like, you know, the platforming's not that great, and the dialogue, sure. like, and so it's got a pretty broad range. If you look at the reviews, everywhere from like nines, maybe even a perfect score somewhere, I'm not sure, down to like the fives and the six range. And so it's all over the place. Yeah, I, I feel like I need to put more time into it and finally get a bike to see. Yeah. I don't know what the game is truly trying to go for here. But yeah. at the start, it's just like, obviously, there's no combat. So it's not like you're really doing anything. Right. Um, but there's too many other games on my plate where I'm actually doing something. So <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to play know, those instead. A game like this that doesn't give me a lot of gameplay and action that I think is fun, then give me a story and characters I care about. And it doesn't deliver on those. So I agree with you yeah. that the art is very unique. And at times, I'd even say, like, this is this looks really cool. Like, mm -hmm. I like what they did. Sometimes. Sometimes I was like, wow, that's a lot of brown. Um, but Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, they do lot, live in, like, a desert, so it makes sense. A lot sense. of beige. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's some cool environments, too, if you keep playing the game. I'm sure it's not just that the whole time. All that being said, they don't do anything with gameplay that makes me intrigued. And the story and characters, to your point with the dialogue, 
I was like, yeah, I'm not going to read all this. And it's also not that interesting. It doesn't have to be funny, but it's not funny. It doesn't have to be super emotional, but it's not emotional. So eh, it just wasn't doing it for me personally. Um, I can appreciate it. It's just not my thing. That's yeah. just my, my take on it. Uh, but what, what is my thing is ActRaiser Renaissance, which was oh. one of the coolest surprise announcements. 30 bucks on PC, PS4, or Switch. I don't think it's on Xbox One. If it is, I'm sorry. Uh, you can go check it out if it is. I think they did what Soul Seraph was trying to do last year. So there was a company who clearly loves ActRaiser and tried to create like a spiritual successor called Soul Seraph. Did not deliver. It was, it was a very mediocre game uh, in all aspects. It was a, kind of a bummer because I thought, here we go. ActRaiser, someone's finally doing it. No, yeah. this is, ActRaiser is one of the weirdest combinations of side-scrolling kind of arcade sort of action mm. and then a top-down strategy and now tower defense because mm. the tower defense piece wasn't really a strong element in the previous game it was more about sort of a top-down very slow-paced i guess you can call it shooting because you're an angel who's shooting arrows right um and you, defend, you can use these miracle magic attacks and stuff like that now it's much more they've added a whole bunch of stuff these waves of enemies that will come and you set up all these forts and tower defenses and you have heroes that you tell where to go defend and hmm. uh, they added a bunch of elements to the strategy portion from what i can tell so far i'm almost to the end of the first there's like six lands that you need to help restore so i'm almost to the end of the first one and um from what i can tell the action arcade stuff when you take control of this statue soldier and battle your way through that seems pretty similar yeah. it's still going to have some frustrating pieces almost like you'd have in a castlevania where if you get hit it might kind of throw you back mm. it, it's, it's not going to play like a dead cells or a dark souls or something like that it's much more arcadey you know think ninja turtles think old school castlevania you know right you get hit and it's going to kind of knock you backwards which can knock you off the edge of something which can be super annoying so as long as you have the proper expectations, a little more old school arcade style action sections, and then all of a sudden you uh, you are helping build a town, helping guide these people in building their town. It's really unique. It is not Sim City where you pick here's the three materials I want to use to build that building. It is not that. You are literally God in this game. You're the Lord of Light, and mm -hmm. you were banished. The, the Lord of Darkness essentially defeated you. Is what happened. And this angel is trying to help you get back to your place of prominence and and take him down. And so you are being prayed to and requests are being made of you. And then you can send your, I guess your spirit to control this soldier statue to go through and fight. Um, or you can use your little angel servant buddy to shoot monsters out of the air. Animation is really cool. It almost has like a stop motion look to it. Sometimes it's a little weird to describe mm. until you actually try it. I know it's not stop motion, but some of the stylings, especially of like, when you have the demon dragon or skeleton monster flying over your city, you're like, they almost look, it almost looks stop action the way that it's animated moving mm. over top of the city. I know it's, I know that it's not, but you'll have to see what you'll have to look for it uh, for yourself to see what I'm saying. Um, I really love it. It, it does what I wanted it to do. It remakes one of my favorite super Nintendo games. I will fully admit nostalgia is probably <laughs> painting a lot of this picture for me. <laughs> there will be folks who will try this game and be like, what is this? Is it an action game? Is it a strategy? It doesn't know what it wants to it's be. all of them. <laughs> Fine. I, I get it. I get that you might not like that. I love it. So this Whatever. was I great. I think people are weird who don't like combinations of genres. I, I, I think mm. that's what makes it unique and what makes it cool. I, I just, I'm surprised that they didn't make more games like this. Like, yep. And I also had forgotten that Square originally had published this game, by the way. Yeah, which is cool. yeah, yeah. 
Um, so anyway, I recommend it's 30 bucks. Almost certainly will be on sale at some point. So if you're like most of us now, you got a lot of anywhere from medium to absolutely massive games you're trying to work through. Wait for a sale. This one is going to be, I would imagine, easily 50% off by the holiday, you know, on some platforms. So feel free to give that a whirl. Let's talk real quick about Lost Judgment, one of the biggest game releases outside of the last one that we'll talk about with, with Kana. Um, but you've had a chance, Kyle, especially, to play Lost Judgment. You're our resident Yakuza yet lackey. Tell me about Lost Judgment. Is it doing what you wanted it to do? Are you How far into it are you? Give me all the things. Uh, so I'm about seven hours and 45 minutes into it now. Just under eight, you know. Uh, I will immediately just get out in front and say, it. this game starts slow. Starts very slow, but that's okay because they're introducing a lot of like mechanics and a lot of like what what the uh, what, what you're going to be doing kind of like moment to moment in this game. Uh, a lot of persona vibes because you're in a high school mm. a lot and you're like joining clubs or like running clubs really? uh, and participating in club like stuff, which is kind of weird because you're like a 38 year old man. <laughs> I was going to um, say, but like you're more of like an advisory teacher kind of like side of things or whatever. Uh, there's a lot more like detective work that goes into doing side missions. So while there's like side missions like on the map, there's a little more like, hey, I have to like get into this like app and like read a keyword and triangulate that keyword across town and how many times it's being used. And and if I crack that, then I get a side mission, you know? So there's a lot more involvement in like how you get missions and stuff now. Um, I mean, all the way down to like taking picture mini games to... Like, I got to get the right shot right when he's smiling, and, like, it's checking boxes so you know what you're doing. Like, it's not just, like, Pokemon Snap where it's just, like, I thought I got everything in there, and Pokemon Snap's like, no, no, no. Um, this is a little more intuitive, I would say, uh, or a little more hand-holdy, guidey, but, like, it, it, it's it's fun. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in this game that's awesome. They added a skateboard, so now you can skateboard around oh, town. Yeah, that's buddy. Pretty, that's pretty rad. Oh, you, I can't go back now. Like I can't like not have a Yakuza game with some sort of like faster mode of transportation. Um, it makes sense this, though, because the map is massive. Yeah, and you're one. in the city that was the Yakuza Seven, like a Dragon City. So like oh, I thought that okay. was very cool. I was like, mm. oh, so now we get to play in this city, but like in the other combat form. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. that's been such a treat. So, and I, I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they announced that, but it just like I'd never processed it or whatever. Mm. So like yeah, now it, I, I because, didn't know it, because it's like that. it's the yeah. first reveal of the game where you're like, oh, I guess we're going to another city. You know, like um, it's in the first like couple hours of the game. So it's just like, oh, OK, this is cool. So like you're you're in an area that's immediately familiar if you've been playing these games kind of in order. Uh, but now you're playing it in this uh, the, in the old school Yakuza, you know, kind of beat em up fashion. Yeah, uh, the combat's and, amazing. And I was going to say, did they flat. add anything? very flashy uh you know the character in this is a kung fu guy so it's like you're not just like a kiru who's just like a street brawler like you're a guy who knows multiple different forms of like actual martial arts and like Mm. the so the moves are very flashy and very cool um nothing really different i would say but like just the in terms of like its presentation you're like oh yeah this is like this is way more you're jumping off of walls and doing wrestling moves and stuff like that like stuff like kiru could just never do um I don't know, I'm liking a lot about it, but I will say that people who are, like, starting it, you're like, what is this, like, it's about, like, we're investigating bullying kids. Oh, my God. It's a lot of commentary on, like, kids killing themselves because they're being bullied a lot, and I'm like... Which is is very Persona 5, especially the beginning. It is, yeah, and and I get get those vibes a lot from from Persona because you're you're spending a lot of time, like I said, in a school, interacting with people. Like, I'm not saying there's social links, but, like, maybe there is later in the game. I don't really know. (laughs) 
but like right now, like you are kind of like, all right, I'm in this club heading it. I need to like mm-hmm. crack the case of this club of whatever's going on here. So does this uh, take place immediately after the first one, or is there some time uh, in between? I think between, it's two or, or three years. I, I think okay. they keep on saying two or three years pass. I, I forget yeah, which one it is. Two or three. Yeah, because some of the characters from the first game are like in a totally different place now. Yeah, like they have yeah. like a their own detective agency and stuff. So yeah, okay. yeah. Um, it's just a lot going on in this game. It's very yeah. content rich. Like I, I'm just looking at it, going like, oh man, am, am I gonna like do everything in this game? <laughs> am, yeah. I gonna, uh, am I gonna have to cut the drone races? Because like I don't know. Like it, it just feels like I could I could easily spend a hundred hours into this game, which like with all the th- things that are coming out, all the things I haven't gotten to. The judgment games are much more serious than Yakuza, right? In general, like they're much more serious. I mean, it kind of. I would say the first one was more serious, but this one's instantly kind of more silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot more silly things going on in this game. That you meet up with said, "Hey, we need help with bullying." I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be silly." Yeah, (laughs) and it is. Like you're spending a lot of this game. That's not a real thing. Like you're beating the crap out of high schoolers. Like yeah, like (laughs) dude, there's a part. There's a part where like. You catch somebody bullying in the act on camera, and uh, uh, Kai- Kaito-san was like, "Man, talk. We should go beat them up and teach them a lesson." And talk's like, and talks like "Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah." They're like, "Yeah, let's go beat them." Dude, up. it happens in <laughs> Cobra Kai. Why not in Judgment? It's yeah. true. You know what? Sometimes kids gotta get his ass beat. Yeah, and true. There is a built-in mechanic where it's like there's snake like formation where it's like this is my I hold back my punches formation <laughs> like it's really flashy and that's really fun to beat up the kids but like the game like the ludo narrative dissonance if you will is like so you're but you're I'm using my punches in this mode that's you know? so you're well, you're using the, the reverse blade sword is that what yeah you're using, yeah huh? I, yeah I'm okay. using the I'm not the batosai I am sure, just sure. Yeah, I really I want that to be a quote on the box is it's fun to beat up the kids it's fun yeah. to beat up the kids you know what hey man screw them kids you know what I mean that's yeah. Right. <laughs> they don't learn nothing. They don't learn game. nothing. Yeah, you just gotta Can't keep reach them these up. kids. <laughs> so, in kids? general, is it? It sounds like it's doing exactly what you want it to do, and you're loving. Yeah, it. I, I, I feel like I. I mean, I just spent like the last three hours like not doing like main mission stuff. I'm just going around the city like doing the side stuff and like playing around with the apps and trying to triangulate more keywords that lead me towards more side missions. And I'm like, I'm gonna be spending a lot of time doing this. Uh, yeah, there's and that a lot feels going good. on in this game. Yeah. I I stopped in the arcade and played for like thirty minutes, like just old art. And they have the full games, like full Virtual Fighter Five, and like full, you know, like, the, like the f- full games in these arcades that you could sit there and play. That's hours cool. Of. Uh, also, you have a a game system in your office, so you can like actually go and you play do yeah. game cartridges <laughs> to go play at at home too. And those are different games that you find in the arcade. I got at this point, like in these Yakuza games, like you're just living in Tokyo. Like it's a Tokyo <laughs> living simulator. You're hanging out. With home, you're hanging out with homeless people. You're eating food at your favorite like sushi. Ending dive. bullying. You're ending <laughs> bullying. You know, there's a lot of dead kids. Not enough dead kids. Not, you know, it's never enough. Dead kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! More quotes for the box. This is yeah. great. <laughs> I love it. I'm having a, I'm having a great time with yeah, it. Yeah, it's fun. Just, I can awesome. see like people who are not into the series like playing this in the first two hours, going like, "This is exactly why I don't play these games." <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I guess I could see that. Yeah, well, yeah. The, uh, this, that's not fortunately, me. I'm, I'm the guy who's game, just like, "Yeah." <laughs> this game does have the opposite problem of Sable, where Sable has you do too little. This game is like, "No, we're gonna throw everything at you." Yeah, it's very uh, overwhelming. And yeah, they, it they can. I got the tutorial very quickly, and I'm like, there's a lot of mechanics going on here. And you yeah. can go into detective mode anywhere now. It's not just, like, set areas. Like, mm. you can just yeah. be like, oh, I'm going to go into detective mode, and I can just 
It's it's almost. I've done daunting. it accidentally in a fight, so you can do it at oh. any time. Let's <laughs> get out of first person. You're like, hey, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, whoops, I don't want to. Guy with a chair by some teenager with a chair. Boy, <laughs> this is a lot of teenagers going on in Lost Judgment. In yeah, one you're, way or you're, again, you're a 38 year old man beating up kids in this game. <laughs> yeah. So if that's your thing, that's, there's that's a the lot dream. of that going on. That's the there's dream. definitely some cutscenes that kind of allude to the larger story, which I find fascinating. That there is a larger story going on that's like yeah. the bigger case that is very fascinating. It has nothing okay. to do with oh, it has something to do with bullying, but like it's, it does, it's a it little does. more about murder and, and like, why so it's the, called Lost Judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they call it murder and not muckduck. Muckduck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, all right, so I do want to talk about Kana, and then whatever time we have at the end, we can say, hey, anything else you're playing or watching that we skipped, just to make sure we covered everything. But I want to talk about Kana, Bridge of Spirits. This was yeah, it's a great. pretty major Sony exclusive that was announced. Of course, it's on PC as well. You can get it through the Epic Game Store. Oh. Uh, that was announced a while back, and um, it was one of those ones that I know that I saw right away. I was like, I'm going to like this. I, I don't yeah, know same, if it's going to be same. good. I just think I'm going to like it. Even yeah. if the gameplay is bad, just looking at it, I could tell it looked like something that I was going to enjoy. Thankfully, I can tell you now that I am not super far into it. I think I'm two, two and a half hours of total playtime, maybe something like that. You don't? Do you have the bow and arrow yet? I do. Yeah, oh, which okay. was a really cool section yeah. when you got that. I, I, I actually backtracked once I got that and unlocked way more yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I actually not too far past that. I, I think I'm just at the part when I'm heading back to the guy's house after you get the bow and arrow. So okay. Um, I'm a little further ahead of you. I think this game is just, first of all, it's gorgeous. One of the prettiest games. Um, it's not perfect. And when you're in gameplay mode, it certainly isn't quite to the level of the cutscenes. Like there's clear differences between the two. Like if you're watching an in-game cutscene versus one of their fully animated ones, you can see the difference. It's just getting, the, the margin, in my opinion, is getting smaller and smaller. It's really close. Yeah. So yeah. I think overall the vision and the environments are gorgeous. The gameplay, the character models even the plants that kind of have these orbs you have to explode to get rid of the poison all the design is just really pretty um it's just man this is a really pretty game and for 40 bucks you get a lot of game here too yeah. uh, i've looked at some how long to beat stuff there's there's a good amount of game here honestly as i'm playing through the combat especially i'm like hey if bio mutant had played like this i probably would have loved that game <laughs> but <Yeah>. it didn't <laughs> right. so. yeah so <laughs> um, I think it's great. I think the story is really interesting. There's a lot of lore here. It does kind of throw you in without giving you too Barely much anything. Something exact, about exactly who you are, what you're trying yeah. to do. It's a little that's, bit more like here's a job. You're a guide, you're a guide yeah. for spirits, and that's all you yeah. get. And then that's what fun. I heard from the yeah. reviews that there wasn't like a lot of exposition on like her on Kana. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, but you start to learn more at least so far you start to hear a little bit about her dad and how it's been multi-generations of them being spirit guides and mm -hmm. And then there's these siblings that are looking for their older brother. So they, they start to introduce that stuff. I don't know if it's a purposeful thing or it was honestly just like, no, we thought we gave you everything you needed to get going. Like, I, I don't know if it was just an oversight and maybe they didn't do as good of a job in the intro or if they purposefully wanted you just to start experiencing things with Kana yeah. and then they'll uh, reveal stuff to you. But this game is really charming, really pretty. And at first I thought the gameplay's above average to good. But actually, I'm starting to think it's pretty great. Like, I'm really enjoying the combat mm -hmm. now that they've introduced some ranged attacks. And, and now you can, you can unlock, not a ton of unlockables, but you can unlock some special skills, which I think are fun. Um, I, dude, I'm using, your, using your rot during combat is uh, something that I forget a lot. Um, but when, when you do, you're like, oh, yeah, this, that's great. They can freeze up the enemy and 
Well, I uh, even the bigger hammer, ones. You can I unlocked that hammer attack, which was awesome. And oh so yeah, you, that one's great. If you build up enough courage and then you use this big hammer attack using those little. And Jeff's background there, you can see the little creatures, the little uh, rot. Yeah, they're called, they're called rot is, for some reason. <laughs> which is a hilariously, I don't, I don't know, opposite name for what I would have named these adorable little creatures. They're rot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, you of course recruit them, and also there's tons of exploration that is rewarded, which I like because there's, I feel like there's a lot of games recently that have a lot of corridors and places you can go and and build and structures you can look behind, and they don't give you anything. It's just there if you want to walk back there. I feel like the people who made Kano were like, let's reward people who do the side path before they go to the obvious place first. Yes. So I have yes. felt like I am finding a ton of little bonus things, whether it's an extra little rot for my little crew or whatever. I've, I, I got to like tell you, I'm glad I beat Rift apart before I play this because this has a lot of the same Ratchet and Clank type stuff. It where does. like if you go off course and just do collectibles, yeah. it's rewarding for do if it rewards you for doing that for sure. Yeah. And a lot of the collectibles are just aesthetic. Like you get these little hats. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, I love putting on little hats. I've yeah, <laughs> have them all wearing cakes That's on their cool. head. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm loving. It. Anybody else playing it? I know Jeff, you definitely are. Any thoughts on it? Oh yeah, it's great. Um, I, I, I've just been really impressed with how it looks. When I uh, had, I mean, I had to research what the team is. Apparently, it's like 15 core team members. Wow. So they're probably they could be outsourcing other roles like QA and stuff, but as far as who made the game, it's like 15 core people. Yeah. Um, so that's super impressive, especially as I'm scaling the mountain, going to that one guy's house who gives you the bow and arrow. Um, you have to climb further up and up the mountain a little bit. And uh, I'm just like looking around at waterfalls and stuff. And I'm like, how is this so freaking gorgeous? It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it looks good, but but it is definitely, you know, like I said, I just finished Rift, uh, Rift Apart. It's like a little, it's like a step down from that, obviously, but that game is just, I mean, it's Insomniac, so what do you yeah, expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, that's a like good you're comparison. It's a genuine Pixar game, so. Uh, it's a good comparison. I was actually comparing it, comparing it to Immortals a little bit as well, um, but then you got to take away pieces like, well, it's not an open world. It's not a Ubisoft yeah. open world game, um, but there are certain moments, whether it's the art style or the view, where I kind of just pause and go, look at that. Yeah. But yeah. then you think about Ubisoft making Immortals. How many employees do they have working on that game? Right. Yeah. Compared Hundreds. to what right. Ember Labs had. So you're right. It's incredibly impressive. Out. Who cares if they outsourced some stuff? I hope yeah. they did because that's insane. I'm sure they did outsourced and contracted some certain roles that required yeah. it. But but it it looks whatever they did with it looks great. And yeah. um, I actually like the combat, the melee in this more than I like the melee. This is more melee driven, I would say, than uh, than Rift Apart would. Rift Apart's like just play with your guns, and the guns are fun. So I mean, I have no problem doing that. But in this game, it's it just felt better to like hit things and like in a faster fashion and be able to evade a little faster. It's a little yeah. more responsive in the melee department. Um, and, and some bosses that. aren't super easy. No, uh, no. There's so. one that constantly evades you and jumps from like portal to portal. Yeah. And uh, I didn't realize you had to use use the rot. Like I totally yeah. forgot that you could use the rot as place. a weapon to hold them in place. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like running and going, stop moving. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some fun boss battles already, and I, so yeah. I'm curious to see, you know, if there's other really fun and creative boss battles. A little bit almost uh, Zelda-like in terms of, like, find the weakness or, you know, mm -hmm. figure out the pattern. Yeah, I know a lot of there games. was one, uh, like, a uh, almost like a Green Knight-type enemy. I think they called him, like, a Wood Knight or Forest yeah. Knight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he had, like, a glowing sword. yellow part. If you uh -huh. shot it perfectly, it, like, exploded and knocked his health down, like, by a lot. 
because I was um, having trouble hurting him. And so yeah. I used the bow and arrow and I, my recently unlocked skill to slow down time while you're aiming and while yeah. you're drawing back on the bow. And then I hit that. You're right. That explosion was like, oh. It's always satisfying. Exactly. Always satisfying. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. All right, Kyle or Dan, are you playing this game at all? I played not a yet, little no. of it. Um, I not enough to be able to say too much outside of what y'all have already said. It just looks really beautiful. I, I mean, I I can see how they're like piecemealing out like the like here's this combat mechanic and then you'll get this one and I I, I like that. I to me that's just good game design. Yeah. Like we just want to make sure that you get this and um and so yeah I'm I'm interested to play more to get more kind of uh, tools under my belt and experience with these rod because that seems like a very Pikmin esque um yeah. the cool yeah. you know thing that's going on there so some some but it's not nearly as i thought there'd be maybe there would be more later i thought there'd be a lot more puzzles involving sending the rot to do different things there's a few so far but not a ton yet maybe yeah. there's mm-hmm. like moving this, a rock and that's about it so yeah. far this this yeah. game seems like it's almost like a test to be like hey sony like this is what we can do with the small team look at how beautiful it is it plays yeah. really well this so interesting concept if um if it sells well we're gonna expand our team and make like a sequel that really just blows yeah. blows it out of you know out of the water so yeah because this is in the 80s on metacritic i mean people are loving it for good reason mm-hmm. yeah um and it's 40 bucks full price so. right it's very alluring this, at that price it strikes me so, as a uh, potential ps plus game down the road probably hope you know so. maybe um and definitely one that'll see a sale but man you get a lot i think you're getting all even if the game only ends up being let's say 10 12 hours total which i'd be surprised by with how far i'm already in i feel like i'm early on but maybe i'm farther in than i yeah, thought yeah there's like four people you have to find i think yeah so i think on the first early. one yeah <laughs> right so who knows um i i'm really digging it so far i like Same it a here. lot all right last couple of minutes here anything and i know we skipped a few that you put on the list guys so anything that you're watching or playing that you want to make sure you say something about i can get through mine really quickly i'll just do the watching first uh dear evan hansen i just put on here to tell people just to not watch it just it's not good (laughs) it's not good i don't like it it's not good ben platt is a 37 year old man he's not he's like 27 but he's a high schooler and for some reason they gave him makeup to look sick even though yeah. he's not sick, he's he's got a mental health issue, not a freaking. <laughs> yeah, but no, m- mental problem. health is physical health, you know. So. Oh, okay, all right. Weird, weird all right. messaging all in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's he just ends up being an emotional terrorist. I'm and I'm not all about making a hero, the hero of the story, that type of person. It, it just I could never identify sure. with him. It's bad. So just avoid that. Um, I saw a movie called The Guilty early. It comes to Netflix in two weeks, I think. It's Jake Gyllenhaal plays like a 911 operator. And he gets a call from a woman that's like, uh, I'm being kidnapped. But she's not saying that. She's she's acting like she's on the phone with like her her, her daughter or something like that. Um, and he's like, okay, I'm going to ask you guys no questions. You're going to tell me where you like, you know, you're going to tell me what kind of car you're in. Is it a white van or whatever? Um, and uh, I don't know. He, he suddenly, something about his character, like who he is, just refuses to let that go. And he's like, I'm going to save this woman. So the entire movie is about him. It's just him on on the it, phone. And is it's this riveting. the sequel to uh, Cellular? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's obviously a COVID movie, like where it's like a well, single area, one person. You know, actually, listen, a, there a, are some good ones of that. Like I still liked, are. I still liked Phone Booth with Colin Farrell. I don't care what you I guys say. I actually like that movie a lot. George and I also Schumacher really movie, liked uh, that him. Tom Hardy one where he's in the car. Lock, dude. Lock, Lock is so good. Lock is. Oh amazing. man, that movie's yeah. too good. So it's I, possible to believe how good that was. Well, right? Yeah. Well, this is uh, actually this is a remake uh, that was already hmm. scheduled before COVID. 
This is a remake of a Danish oh. movie. I highly recommend actually watching that one because this one makes Jake Gyllenhaal's character a dick for some reason. And you're like, you don't need to yell at people. Your job's already intense. We get it. It's an intense job. Um, but but there's reveals in the story as it unravels through phone calls that are uh, that that are just uh, yeah that'll take your kind of I feel feel like the Danish movie does it better, but they kind of take your breath away a little, make you go whoa like that's that's heavy. Um, so it's 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 I still think it's worth a watch even though I feel, I feel like the original's better. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, Kyle and I watched Sex Education and it's a really good show. Uh, I know a lot of very people good. have been watching that show because it's British, but it Perverse. is a very good show. It's highly. Highly entertaining. It's got the word sex in it. I can't. And yeah. if you uh, if you have a wiener, uh, you'll be very happy with that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God. <laughs> thank God for that. Okay. All right. Any other games or stuff that we're watching before we close it out? Uh, um, I I watched the new Candyman. It was good. Oh my one God, of, the movie's so probably good. Probably one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. Go watch that movie. Super yeah. good. All right. Definitely yeah. one of my favorites of the year for sure. I'll keep it short and short and simple on that one. Nice. Um, I'm about 48 hours into Tales. Um, I fought the fifth uh, Lord. And what's actually really cool is it felt like there was like, it was almost kind of like feeling like it was the end of the game. And then, nope, it's not. <laughs> so, yeah. and they, they actually even like threw in like an anime cutscene like that you normally see at the intro of it, like when you're watching an anime show. So suddenly there's like a huge shift in like sort of like, all right, so like now there's actually this extra adventure that's going to be going on. You thought we were going to end here after we, you know, s- saved Dana and like from all the lords and everything, and it kind of like flips it a little bit where like s- somebody else comes into play and some extra things get thrown in. Nice. Um, yeah, and just the vibes of it changed a little bit. It, it, it's almost actually, I haven't actually gotten to like sort of like because I, I I can I can obviously assume like where we're going to be heading once they kind of showed some extra stuff, but it, it's giving me almost a little bit of like fantasy star vibes mixed mixed in mixed in with like kind of that medieval fantasy um so if that's any sort of hint for you of of kind of where it's potentially going nice um yeah yeah. i haven't given that one or death loop any more time this week although they're still installed and i plan on playing them both yeah yeah Yeah, the the characters i mean that the progress like there's definitely moments where it seems like suddenly they're really pissed about something but then like there was a conversation a moment ago where they seemed really chill but um, but there's always a little bit of that discrepancy when it's a bigger game and there's a lot of conversations happening. But especially aside when you from that, can when you can activate conversations whenever yes, you want. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but aside from that kind of minor discrepancy, like just the progression of the characters and them kind of like being like a little bit, you know, a band of you know, like a family. There's there's definitely that vibe. It's done really well. The voice acting is really good. Um, yeah, and just you know, good story moments. It's it's definitely. It's definitely my favorite Tales game since Symphonia. Like, absolutely. Nice. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to mention I beat Rift Apart, and I'll be talking about it again and probably in the Game of the Year debates, because yeah. I could <laughs> not put that game no! down. And no! I was very surprised at how addicted I got to that game. It was so good. Insomniac, I mean, just on a whole other level, man. Yeah, yeah. I need to go finish it. Um But I do like it a lot, too. I feel like I'm pretty close to the end myself. So. $200 million investment and, uh, from Sony. And Kyle, uh, I just want you to back me up that Life is Strange True Colors is really good, and the people that love the first game should play this one. Uh, I hated this game, and I'm gaslighting you, Jeff. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, 
Oh, no, he had no, me. No, uh, no the second, the, the third game, I guess is the third. It's uh, very, very good. Uh, I thought everything about it was amazing. And while it doesn't maybe have like some of the jaw dropping moments that the first one had, like some like wheelchair scene that I won't go into. That's just like, mm. what? The, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the yeah, there's nothing ever like that, that it still tells a, an amazing story that's so coherent <laughs> and so uh, yeah. paced well that, like, by the end of it, I, I still had those, like, wow moments. They're just not, like... Nice. They just weren't different, as, they different they wow moments. Just different, yeah. exactly. Diff- uh, calling it different is exactly right. Uh, yeah. Not better, not worse, different. Um, the quality is so con- uh, persistent to that entire thing, and I think that exploring that little city it was just divine. I thought everything about the level design and that <laughs> Oh game yeah, the level design was, was so out of this world. So, uh, nice. highly 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 recommend that game. I'll be talking about that game at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I will for sure, yeah. yeah. Can we have a I'll... cozy towns category for our we debate? Should. Uh, yeah, we that should, one man. wins. Yeah. We should. There are a few of those. Rift Apart has a couple of those. <laughs> I am listen, I am happy to play through Life is Strange True Colors when it's not $60. It will so go on sale. I get Tim. that. I get yeah. it. Go on sale. I will play it but just not yet. I wonder if it'll be on Game Pass or something, too. So, oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you guys for taking time out of your Saturday. Jeff, I know you're doing a show tonight, so good luck with your music oh, and thanks. stuff. Oh, thanks. I got doing two shows, apparently, or, or maybe not. I don't know yet, but I'm definitely right. doing one at least. <laughs> at least one. Um, Godspeed, Jeff. So Godspeed. Go break a leg. Uh, if, you, if you don't thanks follow Jeff on his uh, Spotify or on his music page on Facebook, go check that out. Jeff is awesome. And um, appreciate you guys taking time in the middle of a Saturday to record. Thank you all for listening. Always appreciate a rating, uh, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Like those things are always helpful. I've just never really taken the initiative to say, go subscribe, smash that like button. Like I said it before and I say it again, go to your, even if you subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify, whatever, just please go to YouTube so we can at least get a a hundred people on there. So we don't have to be like youtube.com forward slash six G eight, seven, nine, (laughs) two C like, you know, like just help us out, please. If that was correct, I'm very impressed. Help me. It wasn't, but yeah, help me help you. Help me. All right, guys. Have a fantastic week. See ya. Yes. Take care. Boobies.